If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Dinner at the Round Table Podcast with DJ John Tavar, Chris Ryder, and Nelly Nell. You already know we're back live from New York, man. Like every week, we're here in the building, man. We got a special guest today. And our topic for today is professional sports restart during COVID-19. Chris Ryder, introduce our guest. It's your boy, Chris Ryder. I got a special guest. I want to introduce to the world my brother, Josh, a.k.a. Dose. 115. Introduce yourself, my brother. Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy, Josh. You can just find me on my Instagram, dose underscore 115. I'm here to talk sports. There Nothing you go, else. man. Sports guru. Right that shit. <laughs> he's, the, he's, the, he's the shit-talking extraordinaire. You see, the, you, see the, you see the background, man. I see it, man. <laughs> I, I see you, Yo. You Lakers Nation over there, buddy. We got a lot to talk he about. He ain't Lakers Nation. He's LeBron Nation. That's LeBron, LeBron all day. Nation. He's a LeBron. He was, he he was a Cavs fan. People. Then he was a Miami Heat fan. Then he was a back to the Cavs. And then he went to, to LA. He 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 a LeBron James fan. He he ain't got no no aliases. But maybe oh, it's at the Knicks, but you know. Crazy. But before we get into um professional sports and our topic of the day. We're going to chime in a little bit about the hot topic right now, man. Current events, uh, the Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith little debacle that happened over the weekend, entanglement. So um, everybody basically, if you've been watching the news or you've been on social media or if you're a fan of Will Smith or just, you know, you just like watching celebrity gossip, you know what's going on. But for those that don't know what's going on, basically Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith are... Where um, we came together in the Red Table Talk, which is Jada Pickett Smith's um, Facebook Watch show, right? And the Red Table Talk is basically a show where people go and like review information and just be real with each other about stuff that they've done. It's all about a healing process, all about healing. Um, and um, they basically got together on a special on Friday, this past Friday, to basically talk about a difficult time that they went through in their relationship where um, Jada Pickett-Smith started a romantic relationship 
with a 27 year old singer called um, August. Uh, I never really heard of this guy before. August Alcina, which was somebody that she was helping heal, supposedly. Um, he had been at the Red Table Talk a couple of times. She was helping him heal because she knew him through celebrity friends. And he was going through a tough time in, you know, the whole celebrity world. And he was, like, involved in, like, um, depression issues, drugs, and whatnot. And, um, you know, she took him in like a little baby. And she nurtured him to the point where she got entangled with him. And on Friday in the Red Table Talk, uh, all the cards was thrown on the table. And, and Will Smith basically... I wanted her to reveal her story and how they dealt with it when he found out. And there's a lot of controversy behind what really happened. But you guys, man, you guys heard about it. What's going on, man? You, how you guys felt about that whole scandal? Who cares, man? Who cares what, what they do in their life? life? That's their life. They don't owe us nothing. That's their life. You know? That's their that's life. They're like mocking me. I mean, she want to go up and do a thing? Yeah, I mean, she's 40, 45 years old now, 44. You know, like 41 when I have something like that. August Alcina, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good looking dude, man. He's young, he's a singer. You know, she was going through, her and Will Smith were going through little issues. They've been um, publicly known as having an open relationship, whatever that means, whether it's communication wise or they see other people. But in this case, her entanglement became public. And people knew about it. And according to August Alcina, uh, Will Smith knew about it because he even asked him for permission out of respect. And that's when the whole controversy started and it came out because a few people knew about it. There was rumors about it, but there was no concrete proof. And after August Alcina went with um, Angela Angela V, right, from Power 10, uh, from the Breakfast Club, he had an interview with her where he uh, basically revealed what was going on. And that's when the whole thing blew up and now the whole world knew about it. And I guess they felt like they had to address it as well. So it is what it is, man. Listen, man, relationships go through uh, tough times all the time, right? Of course. You with somebody long enough, you're gonna have you're gonna go through shit. And there's you're people go through that, ups, downs. Yeah, and there's people that understand that, you know, that happens, especially when you've been with somebody for a long time. And if you gotta um not completely break up or test the waters to see if you guys really love each other, then you got to do that sometimes because when you're, when you're somebody's life partner, as they're, you know, they're quoted to say about each other, life partners, they have millions of dollars invested in property together. They have kids. Um, you know, they were willing to take that risk to see other people, to see if they really loved each other. And to tell you the truth, regardless of the scandal, what's going on, all the rumors, um, at the Red Table Talk, they, they seemed like they were back on the same page. And it was just a rough pass that they went through. And, you know, me being a Will Smith fan and a Jay Pickett fan as well, because I, I, I follow her since she, I, I follow her since she started her career. I'm pretty proud of that they, this, it's a, it was a tough decision that they made, but they went through it and they publicly spoke about it. And they have no, you know, they ain't have really any, any anything else to maybe say about it, just but say the truth, right? But I think Will Smith was kind of puppy eyed, man. I've seen them. Yo, the memes that came out of that shit, bro. Is he was crying. classic. He was, yeah, yeah. He was crying. And you know why? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Be because Will Smith, come on, you got Will Smith is probably the top four African American actor, right? 
in the world, right? And you know, he's a he's a handsome dude. He didn't go public with any of his entanglements. He probably, you know, he probably had a whole bunch of entanglements. But the fact that her shit went public, that's probably what hurt him the most, you know? There was supposed to be something, I guess, private between them. That was private. But, yeah. Yeah. But it didn't become private. It didn't stay private, it became public. So I guess that kind of bothered him a bit. And it's always worse when the woman does it for some reason. Because in our society, which I'm not gonna say that it's it's the right thing, right? It's not the right thing. Women get judged easier than men when it comes to that type of stuff, right? A man can have 10 women. He could be a hero to a lot of people. Oh, he's a hero. He has his wife and he has five other girls. But the minute the woman does is a problem. It's a double standard, right? Yeah, it is. So it is a double standard. It is a double standard. So at the end of the day, man, when you got money and you're famous, who gives a shit, right? You're going to do what you're going to do anyway. <laughs> Us poor people are the ones that got to really deal with that shit, moving out and getting new places to live and all this shit. And that affects us most. <laughs> but that was our hey, hot Will, topic. Will Smith can take a, a, a freaking flight to fucking Paris and be there for like a month and, you know, yeah. get, his, get his mind together, you know, and then he can just stay there for a month. But I can't but fucking go to Jenny Paris. I can't, even, I can't even won't, take a flight no. to fucking Florida. Jenny Pickett, she want, I wonder how she would feel if she finds out that he's dating a crush, a celebrity um person. I wonder how she would feel. She probably feel the same way. Yeah. And um, she probably knows about his, his entanglements because they did have an open relationship. But the only thing is that he didn't expose his shit publicly or the person that he was fucking with. You know, he probably made him sign a disclosure form. Listen, bro, this shit can't come out. I got a family. Me and my wife is just going through a bad time. You cannot at all say anything about it. Like Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter used to make girls uh, sign a, um, uh, a contract saying that they wouldn't reveal their romantic activities because of his celebrity status. And knowing how the Yankees are, they're kind of like bougie. They didn't want, you know, he didn't want the captain uh, or the team didn't want the captain, Derek Jeter, the poster boy at baseball for New York. They didn't want him to be exposed, so he used to uh, make him sign an affidavit that they wouldn't reveal anything. As a matter of fact, if you went to his house, you have to leave your cell phone at the front door. It will get locked up in a in a safe and all that. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein over there, something like that. No, the Derek Jeter just didn't want, you know, his stuff out the there. Like, controversy, right? Yeah, no controversy because oh. remember, you he's in New York. He plays for the for the for the number one sports team in the world, the Yankees, right? The most famous sports team. And he knew how strict George Steinberg was, so um, he didn't really want to have anything out there in the public. So that was the case. But yeah, man, but enough of famous people. Let's talk about, well, we are going to talk about famous people today, but let's start, let's stop, let's get away from the celebrity gossip. Let's talk about professional sports restarting during COVID-19. And today we're going to start off with the MLB. The MLB was the first professional sport to announce their return to um, to um, to playing sports. And um, what do you guys think about that so far? You think the MLB has done a good job there in spring training right now? And uh, they're supposed to start- well, First of all, first. first of all, I just want to tell you that I'm COVID-19 ready, baby. Ah, you came with the ready, baby. That was a, that was a surprise COVID that you had for me. 19 ready, baby. Jesus, I ordered man, this. Yo. I ordered this three months ago. <laughs> got it yesterday. You've been saving that shit. Oh no! So you just got it yesterday. 
You know, I had to save it. Oh, man. So, I don't even know why he got it on. I so, you know, COVID-19 ready, baby. Listen, Yo. man, 60 games, anything can happen. Yo, anything you know right. what I'm saying? Anything can happen. You're right. Anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> you got to win world But, you world know, if you, if you look at it, right, if you look at it, right, baseball's 162 games. So it's essentially yeah. four seasons literally in one. So you have momentums mm-hmm. that change so much. Now teams, once they get to this point, which is after the All-Star game, that's when they start tinkering with the rosters, seeing where their holes are, seeing what they can do to improve. And then add the bats, add the add the arms. So that way once they hit September, then they get they they you know they get the roster bumps and you know they start resting the the you know their main hitters for that stretch run in October. You don't have that now. So essentially, you just have one of those seasons and one, 60 games. Think about it, though. In 1998, the Yankees started off one and four and ended up going and ended up setting the record. The Mets yesterday, last year, after the All-Star game, literally won, I think it was like 20 of 25. Like yeah, they man. went on a ridiculous run. Yeah. You know, and the Nationals had a terrible record. I think in the middle of the season, ended up winning the World Series. You don't have that this year. There is no marathon. There is no time to sit there and say, all right, you know what? We got enough time. We can put it together. No, it's once this once it starts, it's on. That's it. It's on 100%. That's this playoff atmosphere. It's on like Donkey you know, Kong, man. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see yeah, how 60 games really plays out. And, you know, it benefits... You know, high, it benefits the best teams more than anything else. Well, you know, my the, question is, where where are they gonna play at? They can't play. Like, where are they, are they gonna do with the what basketball is doing in one stadium? Because well, like, I really think, look I think at they're it, in bubbles, well, right? Well, let, let's let's bring up uh, the official source from um, the MLB.com. Enough, you know, the best information is gonna come straight from them, right? So let's pull up this for our, for our viewers and listeners here. Um, that's us again right there. <laughs> so this is from the MLB.com. So basically, we move this around so that we can see a little bit better. Uh, the Major League Baseball has officially announced a plan to return to play. Players reporting for training on July 1st, leading up to a 60-game regular season schedule that begins on July 23rd and the 24th. Um, the decision was made unanimously by the vote of 30 MLB clubs under the terms of March 26 agreement struck by the league and the MLB's Player Association that came after spring training camps were shut down, right? So um, let's go a little bit further into it here. The MLB has submitted a 60-game regular season schedule for review by the Player Association. That's when they threw threw it out there. The Player Association came in agreement with them because at the beginning, remember, they had a little bit of a uh, disagreement because the MLB has guaranteed contracts, but because of the pandemic, they were trying to prorate the players, right? Because they they were trying to prorate their salary, and the MLB uh, Players Association wasn't with it. Uh, so the schedule would include ten games for each team against its four division opponent opponents, along with twenty games against the opposite league's corresponding corresponding geographical division. So, for example, that. L, the American League East will play the 
National League East, and so on. So for those that know how baseball works, that's basically how they're planning on doing it. Um, it's it's going to be a bubble. It's just each division is each division each um division is playing each other. So the AL East, AL East, and is going to stay in the same area. They're not going to leave. Basically, that's what it is. Yeah. So basically, this is how they started with spring training. Was uh, teams will be allowed to invite sixty players to a big league camp. If only those players eligible to play during the season, each team's 60-man list must be submitted uh, by that Sunday afternoon before they start. And um, we have the ability to send 20 players who are not on the 40-man roster to an alternative site, whichever, whichever that is. And both leagues are going to be using a designated hitter rule, which is great because the National League doesn't have that traditionally. But now they're making it like even in that sense, right? Yeah, both. Yeah, both. Both leagues are gonna have the DH. So teams will open up with a season with a 30-man roster. It were uh, it will be reduced to 28 players after two weeks, and then 26 after four weeks. They trail. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The trade deadline will, will be August 31st. To be eligible for the postseason, a player must be added to the Major League roster by September 15th. Teams will be uh, permitted to carry up to three taxi squad players on the road during the season. So if a team carries three such players, one must be a catcher. So I'm guessing they, they can have like three players on the on the farm list, right? That's what it means. I'm assuming. I'm not too sure. Because so they're not, what, they're not what, having what, minor what, league, right? Yeah, they no. have spring training. The, the spring training right now going on. Do they, have, do, they, do they have like the they don't have like the minor leagues like you know triple A like stuff like they you know how do they call players up if they get injuries are they still having them no they they're gonna have they're gonna be able to have three players on that on that uh, taxi squad player list you know since the season is so oh, short but one of them has to be a catcher out of the three right so I'm saying maybe a maybe a, a position uh like a pitcher. A catcher, and then a you know maybe an, an outfielder, infielder, whatever the case is, a regular player. So that's to me that's gonna be pretty interesting to me. Like in the sixty game season, and 
like one of their star players get hurt, and say for instance he's out for a whole month, that's gonna affect the team when you look at it. Yeah, absolutely. It will affect the team. And um, during the extra inning games in the regular season, each half inning will begin with a runner on second base. The batter who made the final out in the previous inning or pinch runner for that batter will be that runner. There will be a 10-day injured list for both pitchers and hitters through the 60-day um, IL will, will be reduced to a 45 um, IL. Oh. Which is an injury list. That's what it means. I means injury list. And the only reason why we're going through this, um, reading it, because we do have our podcast on audio platforms, um, which they don't get the opportunity to see this article that we're pulling up. This is mostly the, the article that we're pulling up. Our YouTube viewers are able to see it, but not our audio listeners. But we have to be mindful. So that's why we're going to go through it so that our listeners can um, understand what's going on. Um, there will be a separate injury list for players who either test positive or have symptoms confirmed exposure, uh, exposure to COVID-19. There's no maximum or minimum days for this injury list. Wow, that's crazy. So there's no maximum minimum days for that injury list for COVID-19 positive players during the season if one of them wants to get infected. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I mean, makes sense. You know, I mean, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a two week thing anyway. So. Um, yeah. So I mean, I guess they they're leaving it open. It they're leaving it open because you don't know how fast somebody can recover, right? Or how long. Yeah. So that's the reason for that. Yeah. The MLB's transition, um, the MLB's transaction freeze, which has been in place since the season was suspended, will end on Friday, at twelve p.m. Eastern. So. Whatever that means, the transition fee uh, freeze. I'm not sure what that means. Um, our listeners and our viewers can probably look that, that stuff on their, uh, up on their own on MLB.com. In addition to the COVID-19 testing every other day, so every other day they're going to get tested, right? Some other health precautions are as follows. Team personnel and players not likely to participate in the game. For example, the next day starting pitcher will be sitting in the stands or another area designated by the club at least six feet apart. Non-playing personnel will wear a mask in the dugout and in bullpens at all times. No spitting or chewing tobacco, gum is permitted. No celebratory contact, high fives, fist bumps, and hugs. <laughs> Yo, that, that's gonna be very interesting. Yeah. The, that's the gonna be crazy, because that's, that's like the, the whole- That's what they always do. Yeah. That's the whole and point. And you know, that's, that's, how you, that's how you amp up your, that's how you amp up your, your team. teammate when he does a good play. You slap him in the ass, you know, pause. I said doing baseball, give us a slap, slap in the ass. Players will be what paid. A, players will be paid a full prorated portion of their salary, of their 2020 salary based on games played, which will equal approximately 37 percent for the full season. So they so they ended up being kind of like prorated anyway, but not as much as the MLB intended to from the beginning when it was having issues with the. Um, um, with the MLB Players Association, right? So I wonder, uh, I wonder how they're going to pay those salaries if you can't have the fans in the dugout. Yeah, that's, that's the crazy that's, part. That's the crazy part right there, but um, there you have it, folks. Um, they're not really going into how the teams are going to actually play. Um, are they going to play in their arenas or whatever the case is? I know for 
I know that they're not having an audience, so you're not, you know. That to me is stupid, though. You know, I think, I think, I think you can have, you know, semi, um, you know, stadiums, you know, half capacity. You can have fans in the stands. You just have to make sure that they're six, you know, they're at least three or four seats apart, and people wear masks. It's like, yeah, I mean, they, you know, they get up from the seats, they have to mandatory wear their masks whether they want to go to the bathroom or get a concessions or whatever, I think they can still do it. Let's see how the, what I want to see. No, sir. What I want to see, Chris, I want to see is, you know, when the, the, the coach, when they, they say, for instance, they don't like the, what the, um, what they, the ref, the, um, ref, the, the, umpire. the referees call, the umpire, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they don't like what they see, you know how they go to the, the, um, to the bullpen, like with the um, pitchers is pitching. I wonder what's going to happen then if you look at it. How are they going to be able to argue with their mask off? <laughs> That's what I want to see. You think about that shit too, right? Like, do you know how they get, they go in and sometimes the managers, they get tossed and shit, like, automatically, yeah. let's say, you know, a manager forgets his mask and he comes running at the Empire. Empire's going to throw him out automatically. <laughs> like, you don't got your mask! Go ahead! Go ahead, That shit's over! It's like, I don't fucking care about my mask. That was a bullshit call, you know. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see how, what's going to happen with that. Um, damn, but they're not really going into to how um the games are going to be played, like you said earlier. Um, I'm assuming that um, um, I'm assuming that fights are strictly prohibited too. No fights. <laughs> Also, the MLB has the right. That. The MLB has the right to relocate teams in regular season and postseason to neutral sites for health and safety reasons. So I'm assuming they're doing it in um, low risk um, states. The games. Um, so they're gonna use the, the the stadiums in low risk states with no audience. Um, I'm assuming people are still gonna show up, fans to like you know support their their team outside the stadium, wherever they're going to play. But it's not really going into it. Um, I mean, I guess they're probably going to do it straight from where, where the training camp is at, right? I mean, I don't know. Well, it's not really going I mean, each, because each, each team is having their own, like the Mets right now and the Yankees, they're, in, they're having training camps yeah, yeah. in their stadiums. Yeah, it says it right here. It says stadium, uh, yeah. clubs clubs are conducting summer camp at the ballparks in their home cities. Yeah, so, so you know, and then you know, if you think about it, let's say you got you know you got the AL East, you got the NL East. Most of those cities are pretty much together anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Boston, Philadelphia, um, Baltimore. Um, the only the only the only problem I see is Tampa. Yeah, yeah, Tampa, Tampa, and the, on the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, the Marlins, the Rays, and the Marlins. But I'm sure that they're gonna have. Um, I mean, by the looks of it, they're they're the teams are gonna play in their in their in their regular stadiums. They're just gonna take precautions to make sure that the team the team is safe, that the personnel is safe, and they're gonna have um, rules in place where they get tested, and you know they're gonna try to prevent players from getting infected. Especially when they go to these states that have high risk, like Florida. Yeah, like like Florida, yep. And Texas. Yes. So yeah, so that's that's it for the MLB as far as um how they're gonna um 
conduct themselves while the MLB season, the 60 season game, uh, the 60 game season is played. But uh, let's talk about the, the teams in general. Um, who do you think is coming out of the American League? Yankees. The Yankees, Yankees yes, always. This is both for the Yankees. This is both for the Yankees. You know why? Because you know, you know why? Think... Because the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees want revenge for what the Astros did last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the they, time, they, they, they have their bullpen as their advantage. The Yankees have the best bullpen in baseball. They have, that's it's tailor made for them right now. This is like the best thing for them. And their offense and is the Yankees keep got them the best the offense. The, the Yankees got the best offense in baseball too. Keep that in mind. Yes, yes. Yeah. You think, you think, right. you think the hating the hating Yankee fans like those Mets fans are gonna be like, oh, it's a sixty game season. That doesn't count. <laughs> of course. Well, all right. So I let me ask you a question. Let me ask. Let me ask you a question. So let's say the Mets. Let's say the Mets go and win the World Series. Is there going to be an asterisk behind it? Yankee fans ain't going to say no, the same I'm gonna, shit. I'm going to give you your respect. You want? I would say this Can't one. Get mad at you. Oh, oh, y'all only won because it was sixty games. Fuck out of here, Yankee fans. But I would say this much: as a as a sports guru and a sports fan, as particularly in baseball. This is a time when the shit gets hot. You know what I'm saying? So right now, this is hot, where this is where it starts. This is where it starts. So, you know, like like Chris Ryder said earlier, the Nationals, I mean, they lost more games after the All-Star break than they won the first half of the season. And they still went to the World Series. So, you know, I think is is valid. I think it's valid if you win the World Series, whatever team will, wins the World Series this year, it's valid. For me, it's valid. It's still, it's still baseball, it's still sports. Because it's at, games, at, at, but... between me and you guys, it's not their fault what happened. Exactly. The pandemic. Exactly. It's the government's it's fault. It's not their fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying if you look at – so it's basically what? right now it's only 10 teams, you know, because we're in New York right now, so we're, we're going to be concerned with what happens within the NL East and the AL East because that's who yeah. they're playing. My question is how, how I mean, is, is it going to be the best two teams and then whatever seeding goes into the wild card standings? Like, how's the playoffs going to work? Did, I, think, did they... I think they're keeping the same rules. And then the NBA is a little bit different. The NBA now is a little bit different. Uh, only seven teams are allowed to go to the postseason. As, um, no, it's eight. Season. But the, the, the last the last seed is oh, – we'll, we'll, we'll get to the NBA because I got all that stuff. Um, yeah. I'm ready to go, but um, I'm trying to look I think the, the MLB standings. is keeping the same rules. The MLB, the but first place team I, in each division goes, and then they have the the second, the second, um, the team with the second, uh, with the second best record in the whole league goes along with those three other teams. And if there's a tiebreaker, then they play the wild card, right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So if you, so basically, stand basically going on the standings from last year. The top three teams in the AL East were the Yankees at 103, the Rays 196, and then the Red Sox 184. The Red Sox is a team that they had an off year because you always got that um that championship uh, swoon. So the Red Sox is always going to be dangerous. National League, the team you guys got to really watch out is not the Nationals, the Braves. You got to be careful Don't with the Braves. And the, Mets, the, and the Phillies. And the Phillies. No, not really. Not really. I mean, the Phillies right. The Phillies were a 500 team last year. We'll, we'll see because Girardi's there. We'll see. But you got to remember there this. You go, the, Mets, 
didn't make the postseason last year because they could not beat the Braves. They couldn't. They were smoking everybody else. They just couldn't beat the Braves. The Braves yeah, was man. just that good. And the Nationals, the Nationals got them. They got lucky, got out of the right time. They got, they got the best, because they got one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. Strasburg, he's a beast. And Puig, Puig is a great pitcher. They got Strasburg and they got the Scherzer. Puig, Puig uh, he agreed to play with them. So Puig is the biggest factor in the Braves being yeah. successful. Um, yeah, that's true. Though. But you got to remember too, man. Fucking baseball, bro. This dude, yo, it's a, it's a, it's a game of failure, you know. And this is you know, there's guys that start the season off bad, and they end up fucking hitting 300 at the end of the year. Then yeah. there's guys that start off hot, and the year bat 250. They start the first 20 games bat 500, and the season at 250. That's gonna be interesting. I want to see how you know. And Aaron Judge right now is injured again. How's that? Yo, yo because dude, you gotta say he's bigger he's, than his, yo, he has a healthy? bigger body. He has a big body. His body's too yeah. big. He has to lose we'll a little, see. lose that weight. I'm interested in he's seeing here. You know, the Mets. The Mets right now, I was very yeah. confident in, in, the, in the team that they put together. You know, um, they're they're if Cespedes enters into that lineup. Which is gonna be a DH. Mets got a dangerous fucking squad, bro. People don't understand. Conforto has thirty homers last nine. year on the low. JD JD Davis, he was he, you know if you played a full season, he hits thirty homers. Um, um, Jeff McNeil, he hit three seventeen. If he didn't get hurt, he probably hits three forty. And you don't don't forget Robinson Cano. You know, he might be, he might he's be old, old, but he still stole this. He's 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 a steady. And before he got hurt. He was starting to heat up. And not to mention, who is the best pitcher in motherfucking baseball? Whose team is he on? Jacob motherfucking DeGrom. Cy Young winner back to motherfucking back. Yeah. Okay, best pitcher in baseball. Ain't nobody better than my boy. When he first came out, and I I told this shit to Nell, when he first came out, ain't nobody knew about him. There was a guy by the name of Rafael Montero who was supposed to be the better guy. He gets, he gets in there. So they, they both got called up. Montero goes first. The ground goes second. Montero got smoked. My Dude, boy nobody, came in there looking big, like fucking Bronson Arroyo, and he shut him down. Two-something ERA's first season. Can I say something? Can I say something? We, it's documented you guys got one of the best ball players in the league. Your offense is suspect, and that's why you couldn't go to the players because Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You paid some dude $140 million. He can't even stay on the field. What are you talking about, bro? That's you have it twisted, bro. President? You he have it backwards. Sit. It was the he bullpen cannot. that was fucked up. That's what, that's what lost it for the Mets last year was the bullpen. Their bullpen was terrible. You know how many of the games injured. fucking um, Edwin Diaz left on the fucking field? He blew like 25 games, bro. Yo, if, they injured, even win, if they even win half those blown saves, the Mets go to the world. The Mets go to the Explain why specialists is $140 million and can't stay on the field. Explain that. We'll see. Yeah. And what about right. Aaron and Judge? He said, My man's hurt again. Aaron, about to and, he thing, Aaron your boy Milo, and he cracked your boy Milo. And he cracked your boy Listen, listen, when he was <laughs> injured, listen, when he. Listen, last year he was injured. He came to the players, and what did he do? The Yankees, we, talk, we worry about the players. Eagles. We don't worry about the regular season. He took us all the way to the promised land, to the Astros' season. And the Astros is lucky that there's no fans in the stands this year because they gonna dodge, they dodged that bullet. Everybody oh, in every stadium, everybody in every stadium, they want their heads in baseball. The match, Yankees, whatever team you are, they want they had the fans. Luckiest bro. fucking team in baseball, bro. Luckiest fucking team. Right now, yeah, because they want they had right now. You don't think, right think now. so now? The luckiest team in baseball. And I feel bad for your boy. Um, He was going to get, oh, yo, please. everybody. That was not, yo, he was going to set the, 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 the record for getting hit. For getting oh, hit. Tube, what's, right? your, what's your boy's name? The, the, Alex Correll? Shorty. El Tuve. Yo, he was going to get smoked every time he got to the plate. <laughs> they were going to hit him, bro. He's their best player. They were going to hit him. Yo, I, that, that was was thing, bro. I, I always found that shit weird, man, how he was able to blast the fucking ball like that. And we found out, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell you he's a good player, but come on, bro. How the hell he knew that Chapman was coming with that with Fast that change? Down the pipe. Down the pipe, yeah. yeah how on, he knew bro. that? Yo, bro. Yeah. Uh, yo, they were struggling to beat us. If now. anybody they were knows anything to beat about us. baseball, we found out. No, well, we found out how he knew that. We we found out how they knew that. It was cheating. It was you know there was there was cheating. Hell yeah, yo! Think about it this way: eighty-six mile an hour fastball. By the time you say the word baseball, that 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 ball is coming from that guy's that pitcher's hand to that catcher's mitt. Eighty-six miles an hour. Yeah. The word baseball. Saying that entirely. That's what, one second? So imagine 104 miles an hour, which is almost 20 miles an hour faster than that. Bro. You got half a second. Bro, by the time you the pitcher's hand is like this, you got to be swinging already. Because if you ain't swinging, you ain't catching that. Who's that Bro, guy from I the home that we got um, from the ball? Billy Wagner. Who's that dude that we got from the Marlins? What's his name? Forgot. He got big pay money. I forgot his name. Yo, I seen Billy um, Wagner. He threw 104 miles an hour. And fucking Barry Bonds smoked his pit. Yeah. It was like a yeah. slingshot. It was so fast. Well, that's Barry Bonds we're talking about, man. So it's going to be interesting. Barry Bonds, man. Barry Bonds. 
I don't care if he was juicing or not, bro. I don't care if he was juicing or not. But, 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 you, but now, before the juice, he had over 40 home runs a year, though. Yeah, he was 40-40. He was, MB, he was MVP five times before the whole home run thing. The reason why he did it because he was mad that Sammy Chocha, Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire was getting all the fame. And he, nobody was like, he was in the back burner. Just same thing with Craig Giffey Jr. Nobody wants to say, but he is the greatest player I've ever saw. He's a 5-2 player. He'd give you anything. If he didn't get hurt, I think he would have brought the home one record. Yeah. That's how his, I feel. His defense and his offense is off the hook. Yeah. And he can that's what ball, happened. That's what happened to him. Listen, and I don't, care what nobody said, yo, I don't care what nobody said. You're not going to tell me that I'm going to give Chris Ryder a fucking syringe and steroids in his fucking butt, and all of a sudden he's going to be the best baseball player in the world. Doesn't happen like that. Too. You gotta it's have yeah. Too. You have to have an eye. You have to have contact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All, all steroids all really did. Take steroids is for endurance purposes. Yeah. It's all, all that. All I ever did was, was, was make him heal faster. It's to make him heal faster. So two games. That's a lot of games. You put steroids in that injury instead of six weeks. That's three weeks. Yeah. You know? it, has they're they're the it has nothing to do with like how good of a baseball player you are now. That probably gives you a little bit. In the, it gives you an adrenaline rush. Yeah, probably it does because this is a drug. At the end of the day, it's an enhancer. Yo, you get a police like the MLB. Their list of like banned drugs or banned performance enhancement things is so retarded. They even have a queer team there, and that shit is, you could buy that shit in GNC over the counter. That shit is legit. Whey protein. I'm surprised they don't have whey protein. As a banned substance, <laughs> the fuck I can't have a sports shake. I'm fucking. So well, you can, motherfucker. You can't have a sports shake. All right. How about insurance? No, but, 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 but the thing is, is that Barry Bonds was special. No matter what nobody got to say about it, he was special, yo, bro. Special. He, yo, outside of outside of that season, he hit 72 home runs. He had a consistent career. Yeah, he, he hit did, no yo, more than 45. He was, was he was MVP, he was season. he was MVP five times before the whole home run thing, before he, he started he, doing yeah. Yo, if you look at his stats 40, after 40 the seventy two thirty thirty club, all this shit. Before the seventy two yeah. homer season, he hit forty something consistently. After that, he, he hit forty something old, consistently. But even he though now every year though, now he was he was routinely walked because nobody wanted to pitch them. Yo, yeah. no Barry no, Bonds was walked. Nobody. Continuously, nobody pitched him, and he still had forty-five homers. <laughs> yeah, so that takes skills. Remember, right remember, he, remember, he hit the ball the, the, when they threw a ball at him, and he hit that one out the park because oh <laughs> he was God. pissed off. That, that was funny. <laughs> but you know, you know, funny. I heard, I heard a lot of rumors about Barry Bonds. The reason why he took steroids was because he was he was jealous of Griffey. Yeah, because he felt like Griffey was the better. Everybody gave Griffey the, the glory, and he's over here. Smoking everything, and this guy Griffey is, you know, he's flashier. He's more, you know, swaggerific. Griffey, Griffey was a five-two player, though. Griffey's one. Griffey's one of my favorite baseball players of all time. I think you're not. I'm a Mets fan for life. But you know who's my favorite baseball player of all time? You know, who? King Griffey. Mr. One, Mr. Fifty-One. Who's fifty-one? Who wore fifty-one, baby? Roger Maris. <laughs> no, fifty-one, baby. You know, isn't that Roger Maris? Roger Maris, I think, wore number six. Fifty-one. Who wore fifty-one? I'm gonna let you guys think about that for a second. Who wore fifty-one? I don't know who's fifty-one. If you were crazy, I don't know. He's you probably know a bone. Who's fifty-one? 
Yeah. They always say, they always talk shit about the core four, but there was always a core five. Who was the fifth one? Who was the core four? Pettit? It was Pettit, Jeter, Mariano, oh, Bernie Williams, Bernie oh. Williams, Bernie Williams. Fifth Bernie one Williams. was Bernie Williams, and he don't Bernie get the credit that he, that he deserves, that he was the he fifth doesn't. guy. It was always the five guys. He doesn't, and he has, he, Martinez, too. Yeah, he has a lot of the all-time postseason records, too. It was a beast. Yo, I think his, his average Tina, was like 300. Was Tina Martinez was a beast, too. Yeah, Tina Martinez. Bernie Williams was a beast, bro. It's my favorite man, player ever. Yeah, man, to all y'all Mets fan out there, y'all heard it, man. Chris Fighter likes a Yankee player more than any other Mets player that ever lived. Dude, I, yo, I, when I was a kid, I used to go to Yankee Stadium, and I used to hate, I always want the Yankees to lose, but I always used to want Bernie Williams to smoke it every time. But now, but, but now, but let me ask you a question, though. If he's saying all this, that means he was once upon a time a Yankee fan. Shit. How can you switch sides? I was always, you know, I, I, Bernie Williams was just always my favorite player. I liked, I liked how he, I liked how he was. You know what it was? Because he was Puerto Rican. You know, and as a ten-year-old kid living in, you know, in New York, you see this guy who's, who's, you know, dark-skinned Puerto Rican and is a really good player. That was a role model, you know, for me. My favorite was Ken Griffey Jr. Being a young Puerto Rican kid and, and you know, living in Spanish Harlem at the time, 10, 11 years old, you're seeing this guy, you know. Playing well, that's that was that was what was it for me. Now, honestly, think about it now. That's really what made me such a fan of Bernie was because he was Puerto Rican. Yeah, a quick I fact, real quick, a quick fact before Barry Bonds went on that, uh, you know, that home run thing. He had what, like I said earlier, five MVPs, eight Golden Gloves, bro. He, come on, bro. Like this guy was already killing it, bro. All that shit. He's already a Hall of Famer before that. Yeah, man, and he's always so. Why, why not put him in the Hall of Fame for? Baseball ball steroids. leader, twelve times. So Baseball ball leader. Steroids, bro. Um, now if you have a chance, put up Mark McGuire's numbers compared to, to Barry Bonds' numbers. No, there's no comp- comparison there. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I, that was part of the culture and the MLB. That the MLB officials knew that everybody was taking it, bro. That was bullshit. They needed the fans. They needed the ratings. They needed people to tune into baseball. Baseball was a dying sport because basketball and football. We're making it happen. Let's be. Jordan, the Jordan let's, era let's, fucked let's. up the, the Jordan era fucked up Major League Baseball. Jordan fucked everybody up though. Jordan fucked everybody up. Yeah, Jordan so fucked everybody up. How how else were they supposed to get good ratings? Have these fucking monster guys fucking slap the shit out the ball all the time, you know? But listen, let's Yo, go let's, they, let's move on. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But you know, like what what was it? The the Maguire and Sosa was what, ninety seven, ninety eight, right? That they, that whole thing went down? Between yeah, the two of them when they were racing, yeah. it was a, it was the one season. I think it was like ninety seven or ninety eight around there. Coincidence that that was Jordan's last season. I know, right? What a coincidence! What coincidence? I'm telling right? you, like the NBA became the most popular sport, bro. In in the you know as far as American professional sports in the world, it became the most popular sport, and it was because of Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. And that took the limelight right. away from baseball, which is America's pastime. And in the United States, football is the most popular sport. It took it away from football. But you know what made yeah. you know what catapulted football into that stance? You know who you know who you know who you know who was very much um the reason for that? Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Yeah. They were the they were the reason why NFL is the way it is right now. And it's interesting to see. How long you're the NFL you're also be forgetting Drew Brees once Tom Brady with Tom Brady retires. Drew, Drew Brees is a great quarterback. Drew Brees. 
But he's in Tom that category Brady, with them, though. He was the he's the MJ, bro. He's the he's the MJ. You know, he's the MJ. Everybody wants the Patriots to lose. But yeah, you know, you got Pat Mahomes now, so we'll see. Well, we're getting to football at the end of the bro. podcast, but yeah, yeah, we're getting to that. That's a little great discussion. So let's have let's get let's move on to the NBA. Chris Ryder, uh, let's talk about the NBA facts. You pull them up there. Um, are you able to share your screen? I'll let, I'm let, uh, you have the option, right? I'll let you. You still got you still got it disabled. Yeah, really? No, it says here. Um, how about now? What's so funny yeah, before you get into the NBA? What, what was so funny about them when you get into this is that Damian Lillard is so much of a G. He literally came out and said, "I'm not playing if I don't have a chance to go to the playoffs." Because mm. they wanted to resume the season back, but the first, like you said, you know how the eighteenth, the eighth seed, the one through eight goes to the playoffs. Yeah. He was in the ninth seed. He was still fighting for the eighth seed. It's funny how so he came out and said, "I'm not going to play if yeah I don't have a chance to go to the playoffs." So, but Chris, we can get to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so and basically, it... the way so basically the way the Orlando bubble is working is is basically just playoff seating. That's all that it's for. It's just playoff seating. So basically, all the teams that were that were not going to make the playoffs were eliminated out of it. So that's why you don't see the Knicks. That's why you don't see the, the. And it's crazy that the fucking Golden State Warriors, who were the best team in the league last year, were eliminated. But they are, they're probably going to be the quickest team to go from last to first, because you got Steph Curry, you got Trey, you got Clay Thompson. This is the best thing that happened to them because they can get their guys healthy. Go into the draft, get a high. And you draft also pick, forgetting that you also forgetting they got in Clay, in Draymond, they got Anthony, um, Andrew Wiggins, and they got yeah, um. So we'll see. Steph. You know, you can't count them out. But but they basically, that's the, the way the. So if you so I so if you see here, I got it from ESPN.com. It's basically it says each team will play eight seeding games to determine the playoff matchups and initiate a potential playing series for the number eight seed in each series, each conference. If the number nine seed finishes within the four games of the AC, there will be a playing tournament in which the nine seed will need to beat the AC twice to earn the playoff berth. While the number eight seed would need one win from the two potential games. Given the uneven number of games played, the NBA will use win percentage as an initial tiebreaker. Here are the standings heading into the restart. So no coincidence, Milwaukee Bucks, number one, 53 and 12, Toronto Raptors, Number two, 46 and 18. Boston Celtics, 43 and 21. Miami Heat, 41 24. Indiana, 39 26. Philadelphia, 39 26. Brooklyn Nets, 30 34. Orlando, 30 35. And the Washington Wizards, which is going to be the most interesting, which is 24 40. Now, Eastern Conference on the West side, which is, um, I'm sorry, at the Eastern Conference, but the Western Conference. Because they have they have a typo and all. Oh, they got ESPN. a typo there. ESPN, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? We we're gonna submit yes, a resume. Yes. See Chris, we're gonna submit a resume. See if Chris Friday gets that job right there. You always. Yo, <laughs> so I'll be a writer. Fucking ESPN. Always, always, always I will be a beautiful thing, baby. Yo, Josh. This guy. Max Kellerman. Yo, Josh. This guy is a fucking the grammar police, bro. Like. <laughs> One day I send a, one day I send a, a thank you email to a, a guest that came on 
And it was like one fucking typo. He's like, oh, that shit sounds retarded or something like that. You're like, oh, you got an error there. No, I didn't say that. No, I'm a professional with that shit. No, I said it, it's, it's a typo. He has a mistake. It doesn't sound, <laughs> doesn't sound too well. Uh, and then he so you know what like, I, did? Oh, I said okay, you know well, what? So why don't you become our email? Send emails from now on. Why don't, why don't you become our email <laughs> correspondent, there, guy? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so get back to it. Yo, the, the, so now, real quick before you continue, the the West Coast has four more teams in the East Coast. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's cool. that's they're always, they're too, always, they're always the best. No, that's so crazy. we're gonna get into it right now. So. You know, I like to bust It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And chops. Fucking Los Angeles Lakers, led by the Bummington LeBron King Faker James, number 23. I'm just kidding. I actually, I actually respect LeBron. I think he, I think he did what he needed to do. His redemption in Cleveland gave him the title. He's like, listen, I gave you out a title, y'all can leave me alone. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know that LeBron's move to Los Angeles wasn't. It was based on his son. He wanted to give his son the best opportunity to, to you know, to make it to, to the pro. Basketball and Los Angeles has the best basketball program, I think, in the nation, right? Yeah, and not only that, yeah, um, not only that, LeBron James has um, a big interest in Hollywood. He has a lot of money invested in uh, movie production and stuff like that. And then uh, yeah. the financial show like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's both. It's a combination of both. But you know, I would I would say that it was mostly for his son. You're right. Yeah, it was. You know, and, and because um, he wanted so. he wanted to kind of like 
steal Kobe's legacy, but we're not gonna get off. We're not no, gonna... I mean, no, 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 no. You didn't want to steal not, Kobe's legacy. I don't think he's interested. Nobody, I don't think he's interested. Nobody, nobody can ever well, steal it. Unfortunately, now they can never steal it because he's a martyr now. He's immortal. He's a martyr. He's an immortal. He's infinite. Yeah, it's funny that Kobe even he Kobe even in his death showed LeBron that he's better than him. Because the day before he passed away, LeBron had passed him in the scoring list of all time, right? And boom, the next day he's like, Well, now that you passed me, I'm gonna show you that I'm still better than you because I'm immortalized. He killed, you know, he died, unfortunately. (laughs) So, anyways, Los Angeles Lakers. And they named, they named the virus after him, COVID-19. That's all the same. That's all the same. <laughs> you really think that, though, you're a big Kobe fan, aren't you? I am. That's my favorite player of all time. Yo, I, I, I was so concerned with a lot of Kobe fans. I wanted to call them to, like, you guys are right. You're not going to, you know, not going to try and do something stupid to yourself. Of all, you wouldn't you you understand how we feel because you're a Tracy fan, but that's the end of the discussion. You keep going. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Talk about that later. Anyways, LA Clippers 44-20, Denver Nuggets 43-22, Utah 41-23, Oklahoma. Interesting about Oklahoma is that they lost Ooh, all their players the and they're still smoking them. They still oh, they, they they playing well. Chris. And they kind of tight Oklahoma. You know how many draft picks they got? They got like Bro, two Chris. number ones for the next three years. Chris, they got the top three. They tight they Oklahoma because they're like, over. fuck, they yo. Got, they got one of the best defenses in the league, like in the NBA, though. Yeah, and they they, they got, got um, they they shooting guard that they got from um from I think the the Rockets was the Clippers. No, no, from I'm sorry, from the Clippers. The Clippers pretty good. Was good. Twenty. It was good. He's the one he, he, they kind of remind me. They kind of remind me when the Golden State Warriors were building their team up from scratch. Yeah, yeah. and it's crazy because they're kind of tight in Oklahoma because they're like you know we're gonna tank for a few years. Chris Paul got them playing well, bro. They kind of tight because they got no, a lot of draft picks, bro. But Chris, Bert, but you're forgetting the guy that they traded for, um, that they got from the Clippers. That dude actually was destroying the Warriors in that in that playoff series. Like he was, he was really spazzing on them. Like really, he really had like he had dropped like 20 points a game. He's a very young talent. They have mad young talented players over there. And yeah, Chris I mean, Paul is, is making them grow. And remember, they they got one of the best facilitators. So they play the game, Chris Paul, and they got yeah. they got El Gallo, El Gallo, Danilo Gallinari over there. You yeah, know what I'm saying he's still he's still popping. I don't care what nobody says. And Steve he, Adams playing good, yeah. playing good too, man. He's playing. I think it's probably his best. Steve Adams, and you don't forget right Steve Adams. Steve Adams is the beast. He's a he's, he's a beast. he's a consistent um he's a consistent presence in the middle. So interesting, Houston Rockets number six, forty and twenty four. No Russell Westbrook. COVID-19 positive. We'll see. Yeah. Because right? that's been, that's been, um, that's been, um, what's his name? Fuck. I'm a blank right now. I can't believe it. Well, they got, they got the best scorer still. Harden. Yeah, the best but, you know, that's been his biggest issue. That's I mean, been his him, biggest and, issue him, and the, him and the Greek freak are the best scorers in the league right now. But that's been his MO. He hasn't been able to carry oh, them to where they needed to be. Now, are you hold on, okay, hold on, Christopher. Now, you talk about in terms of this year, or are you talking about in general? Back to in the general, best, James, the best James Harden. James Harden has been holding down. James Harden has him has per game. The points per game. No, no, none of them can. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna say this. None of those two dudes can lace Kevin Durant's ability to score. None of them. 
Kevin Durant is an animal at scoring. Yeah, he, he dropped is, fifty is, in his sleep. Because James Harden we'll gets see. a lot of his points from the free throw too. He oh, does because he knows how to get the he knows how, he knows how to get to the foul line. I ain't gonna hold you. This dude has a Jordan. Jordan. That's a Yo, Jordan he, shit. He's very, a Jordan. Water bed. he's very crafty. He has, a, he has a water bed on the fucking free throw line. He sleeps there. <laughs> no, that's Jordan. That's all Jordan. That's what Jordan you know used to do all the like time. That? And later in his career, he he lived at the foul line because he knew he wasn't he wasn't the same fucking athletic monster that he was before. You know, he had well, to alter his game and he lived Jordan, in the free throw. He, Jordan he, was, he knew how to he was crafty. But Jordan really used yeah. to get hacked though, because back in the day, yeah. that beat was was tougher. He used to really get hacked, even in the late nineties. That shit was so crazy. That's why he, he even said it. He said he said in his documentary, <laughs> he said he said, you know, I'm an old, you know, my last season, I felt like my game was complete. Yeah, because I went through everything, been through everything. Oh, uh, so yo, this a real quick fact though, a real quick fact. Chris Wright is the only person I know that drinks dark rum with orange juice. Shit is nasty it's as good, fuck. Bro. I said it's you know nasty what? as fuck. Christian Valencia. <laughs> Christian. He introduced me to that shit, and that shit is the best. I call it the black and fucking yellow. Come on, you let... Anyways, you let, moving on. You let an Ecuadorian tell you how <laughs> drinks taste. Come on, you gotta be kidding me, bro. It's all right. Nothing, nothing against Ecuadorian. It's good to me. Ain't you drinking it? You drinking it? No? I, I, lo- so. I love Ecuadorians. Nothing against Ecuadorians, but they don't know about it. You, know, you ain't drinking it, though. Is you drinking it? I'm drinking it, baby. Look. We drinking it, baby. We drinking it, baby. We drinking no, it, baby. If you want to talk about crafty players, Dwayne Wade was a very crafty player, too, at his time. I bet. Yo, he, was, he was as line? close to Jordan's game going to the hole as there ever was. Even more, yeah. even more so than Kobe. And does he leave you no ball to block? But D Wade, D Wade, just going to that hole. There was nobody. There was nobody better. That could stop him during his call era him, and going to the hole. D Wade. They call him Flash for a reason. He was mad quick. Yeah, he was. I mean, he, and he's got the best. He, he didn't. He didn't earn that name. So. Mr. Orange just drinker here. Continue. <laughs> number eight, it's Memphis Grizzlies, 32-33. Number nine, Portland Trailblazers. Interesting with Carmelo. You see what they do with Melo being back in the fold. So happy, my, I was happy my boy got home. back in the game, man. He I was killing like, it, though, man. He's got 16, 17. He ain't the number one guy now, no more, now, but he's now, the now consistent why, number um, two, number three guy. Now, now. You see, now, now you see why Daniel Litter was mad when he said his statement. Yeah, he's not playing. If he, he look at him, he can go to the playoffs. If he, if he look, it's right yeah. there. He he's, go. got, he's got a chance though. They got to win out. They got to win at least five of the they're eight healthy games. Now. They're healthy now. They're healthy now. They got all bro. You see, they got their center back from last year that got hurt. Remember that bad injury he had with the his leg went behind his back of his head. They got him back. Yeah. We'll see. Interesting note though, the number ten seed in the West, the New Orleans Pelicans. Which probably bro, has probably <laughs> arguably the deepest team in the NBA, bro. Yeah, from top young to talent, bottom, the, best young the deepest team. And they're on a roll right they got, now. They're on a roll before they Lonzo, they, you know, everything happens. So they got Lonzo, they got Zion, they got Josh Hart. They have this dude. Um, that they he, got Lonzo. They, they got the um, black? Julius. Rand- I mean, they got. Yeah, I've been I've been seeing little little, little highlights of um Yeah, I know. They've been wilding. Uh, practice. Um, huh? So we got practice, number right? eleven. 
of Zion of Zion practicing, bro. He look like, he look like Zion, he, you got Zion, man. They yo, I'm t- and, and the Pelicans got a lot of draft picks too. He lost a lot of weight because a lot. He lost a lot of weight because one of the oh, biggest yeah? concerns was that he's too big to move around and eventually. Yeah, he, he's, he's, not, he's young right now, but four or five years into the into the league, he might suffer knee a lot of e pro, uh, a lot of knee problems and ankle problems because he's because he's, he's so powerful going to the hole. And because he's, he's so fucking, he's like he's like LeBron. And because he waits a lot, like LeBron, he waits a lot, but LeBron is he's like yo, he probably it's, has a two percent body fucking, fat on him, bro. Yeah, that's why he's boy. He's been durable. That's the problem with Zion is but, he see he goes at he's as he's as powerful as LeBron with fucking um the big baby Davis body. Remember that? Remember yeah, baby but Davis? He, but, but, did, but did you guys hear what Vince Carter told him? Did you guys hear what Vince Carter told Zion? He said you have so much potential, and if you don't lose that weight, you're gonna be out this league in two years. He told him like that because yeah. his weight, his weight, bro. I'm a fat nigga too, bro. When I stand up too long, I walk around, I do my 20,000 uh, 20, steps a day. When I come home, my ankles be shot because I'm overweight. And my knees be shot. I wake up the next, do- uh, the next day like, what the fuck happened? Like, I just got beat up. So can by- you imagine him? He's like a little, he's like a, a, a he's, you can you imagine how he feels at the game? Yeah. And that's he, just me. Yeah, that's just me walking. Yeah. Imagine a big guy like that running up and down the court playing 35 minutes a game. That shit takes a toll on you, bro. In the way he plays physical, so he plays real physical. The last two teams, the last two teams, you know, it's the Sacramento, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns, which is interesting to me. That, I don't know why they added those three teams, think, bro. I don't know why they added those three teams. Tell you the truth, I don't know. I mean, you know because what? maybe you know because because maybe because the record for the last um, five teams there, the Trailblazers, the Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, and they're, Suns, they're, they're too close together. They're all right there. Yeah, all right there. That's they're all right, right there. Why. That's the reason why, because they wanted to make it fair. But it's interesting. It's interesting to see that this might be the end of the Spurs. You think so? This might be the end of the Spurs, bro. Twenty-seven and thirty-six for the Spurs. This yeah, might be the end of the Spurs, but, as we know. Yeah, but they had, but they had injuries, Chris. And they're they're in a well, rebuilding process. They, they, they don't have. They don't. They don't. They were supposed to bridge the gap between Tim Duncan and Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi just he fucking did what he did. You know, because if you look at it, every you know, look at it. The Lakers were Lakers were always able to stay on top because the bridge between Magic and Kobe wasn't that long. The bridge between Magic and Shaq wasn't that big. You know, it was literally like three, four, maybe five years. And then from Kobe, from Kobe to to, to LeBron, wasn't that long. Spurs don't have that gap. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how they draft, and we'll see if um. Um, Greg Pop stays there. If LeBron to get hurt last year, he's taking that, that Lakers team to the playoffs. Before he got hurt, nah, he LeBron, Le- in the, in you know, I, I know LeBron's your boy, but LeBron, Le- LeBron's body was just—he he just needed he just needed the rest, bro. You know that, and you know that he wasn't the same. But he, but like the player he before, is this year, the player that he right, is this year good. is a refreshed LeBron. He wasn't—he was tired last year. And you saw his body just break. No, but but he but didn't you say? But I remember this day in the car. Didn't you say? I remember this quote. Do not sit there and lie for the cameras. I remember this quote you said to me. You said in the car to me when LeBron when they didn't go to the playoffs. You said this is the end of an era for him. No more LeBron. And look at him now. What I told you is different. Well, what, it's a different what, what else did I tell you? 
What else did I tell you? I told he was, you he was burned LeBron out. Was, he was, bro, a final LeBron straight? Was That's burnt a out. LeBron bro, was burnt out. LeBron was burnt out. He played more games than any player in the, hist- in, in the game for the last yeah, six years. He played the Olympics, too. Played the Olympics, too. And know? the Olympics. So you, that boy's body was done. And he needed, bro, but did he you needed see the break. He needed, yo, he was essentially off literally almost six to seven months of no basketball. That's a yeah, lot. Then, like then you, then, rest. then, and then this rush now that, that he just got recently, it's going to be scary. It's going to be a beast. So those were the records um, for the Who's NBA the MVP? teams heading into the bubble. We'll, we'll get to that. Who think MVP? I, I just want to finish this off real quick and then we'll go into that. So the Wizards will be five and a half games back of the Magic, giving Washington a chance to make up the one and a half difference and force a play-in for the number eight seed. A play-in likely in the West with the Grizzlies holding a three and a half game on multiple contenders. So, you know, it's interesting to see what's going to happen within this bubble. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be... It's, 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 it's going to be good to have sports back, man. You know, you know, I feel like this, that's something that we've been missing. Um, I don't think it's going to be that the quality of the game is going to be quite as well. One thing to. that will change is going to stop guys from cheating on their baby mothers. There's been a lot of shit going on during quarantine. <laughs> yo, yo, and right now, the they right? can't leave the bubble. No they can't intended. leave the bubble. Look, Chris, real quick, look, this is a real drink here. This is Buffalo Trace, which is a <laughs> whiskey with coconut water, fucker. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Anyways, so uh, we were just talking about LeBron James and about last year, nothing. I don't know if you was hearing it, but the yeah. fact of the matter is that LeBron's body broke down last year. You know, and he he rubbed a lot of the young guys the wrong way. You mean, right? Yeah, last year, yeah. last season, not this season, last season. His body broke down on him. You know, this man played more games. Remember, he went to the final six straight years. They're playing essentially, what, 86, 90, 94, 98. You're playing at least a minimum 98 games. Not to mention you might add another five, six, maybe seven games to that. So he's playing essentially over 100 games a season for six straight years. That's crazy. Six straight years and not playing 30 minutes. He's playing 35, 37, 40 minutes. Sometimes, 45 minutes. You know, sometimes yeah. probably, you know, he's, he's probably taking a rest for two minutes. And then that's it. Like when Jordan, when Jordan in 98. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When he played, he, 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 he took a rest for what? Two minutes? The whole... He just took the, the, the rest in, at the end of the first quarter. And then he played the you rest also- of the game. Sorry to cut That's you a lot off. of minutes going about it. He also forgot that when he took the Cavs to the finals, that game seven, he played the whole game. So that's a lot. A lot. And, that body, and that body broke down. The Warriors, the Warriors. And I saw him like the, Warriors, the scariest thing. The Warriors had a, you the know. The scariest thing. That, that whole rivalry with him and the, uh, the whole rivalry with the Cavaliers and the Warriors that took a toll on him, bro. Imagine. That's because they were. Dumb too. The Warriors too. Yeah, but you and know, two, remember, of, those, Kirby, two of those playoff wait, series, but he Steph, literally had to take them on his back. But Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Thompson, and Green—they're they're younger than than that. You know, Durant probably Durant took yeah. a beating too because Durant is about him and the, LeBron in the same age bracket. Yeah, but these Durant's guys are younger. Fragile. These guys are younger. They can take an ass whipping and recover. You know. But you because know, if you think about it, those Durant, two Durant's fragile, series, bro. He had to take. He had to literally take the team on his back. Because remember the first playoff series, he lost Kyrie and he lost um, Kevin Love. So then imagine if those two played during that series, the Cavs win that. How about the how about the, the year that the Cavaliers won? The Warriors lost Bogut and fucking uh, this guy Damon Green. So let's talk about that too, bro. That was only one game. That was only one game, though. No, they lost it towards it the, uh, the last three games of the series. What are you talking about? Yeah, but Bogut, Bogut, Bogut got out. But Boga wasn't a factor. Green only got suspended. Factor. What are you game. talking about? They had no, they had no presence in the, they had no presence in the paint. That the Cavaliers were killing them, because they had, they, they, they had, uh, the, uh, they had a lot of uh, uh, big guys they can rebound. No, you, the Warriors messed up when Draymond Green said what he said to LeBron. That tickled a sleeping dog. That you triggered the that triggered them, bro. You seen when Lance Stevenson did it to him when he was in Miami when he was talking shit to LeBron. You saw how they struck them like four zero. You never, we, you never do that to people like Michael, Kobe, and Braun. Because when you talk to them like that, like look at the Patrick Beverly situation with Kevin Durant last year. He was talking crazy to him, and look what happened. Fifty one, like nothing. You don't talk to players like that. Like great players like that, you don't ever disrespect them, bro. Because once you no. disrespect them, look at Kobe. Kobe's one of them too. So remember, um. Damn, who's that dude that when he was in the playoff series? I guess against Orlando. Remember that that shooting guy? I don't know his name. He said something to Kobe, and that just triggered him. <laughs> you don't, you how, don't do that. That's great yeah, plays. Yeah. You don't do that to great players. Out of out of out of those three players that you mentioned, the worst one to say that to was Jordan. That 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 was like war for him, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was war. Yeah. You but, know, you know I was looking at. I was looking at I was looking at um like they had like you know they have like YouTube services where they talk about different sports. 
and they were talking about they they talked about like ten times where like LeBron James actually went for somebody's head, and one of them was the fucking against the Warriors, and um he he went hard against the fucking Wizards, bro, smoked them, destroyed them. Boston was personal for him. He was he, that shit was personal for him. He want he made he wanted to really whoop their fucking ass. Yo, Kevin and Garnett. Toronto talked hella shit. And he made sure no, that great. Toronto was his yeah, personal bro. whooping fucking boy. They, they don't they don't call Toronto no more. They whooping call it Toronto Lebronto. You heard they call Le- Toronto Lebronto. Lebronto. Son, it's no coincidence great. the Toronto Raptors won the finals the year LeBron was in the East, bro. That's crazy. You know what? You know, you know what bothered me about that? Um, and shout out, shout out to Leonard, man, because he's a great player, bro. But yo, you cannot take the throne away from the best player in the league until he starts uh, um downward spiral. And LeBron is still, you know, he's still a dominant the force. In the freak league, of nature, bro. He's still the best player in the league just because he did it. Yo. Just because, listen. Just because he got, you know, a little injury and his team didn't make it to the playoffs, they're not giving people the right to call Leonard the new king of basketball. I don't care, whatever, and I'm not a LeBron Yo, fan. Bro. I'm not a LeBron Josh, fan. But what listen, year is this? I'm not, a LeBron, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I respect him, bro. He still is the best player in the NBA. Until, listen, it wasn't until Kobe started declining statistically that then LeBron was given the best player title. LeBron has never declined statistically his whole his whole um career. So for them to give it to Leonard last year, that shit had me fucking tight. And I was on a rant. I was like, listen, LeBron is still the best player in the NBA. In the, NBA. In the world, he hasn't That's declined. That's motivation right now for him this year. Yeah. Now Le- Leonard, did, oh, but, Le- Leonard, but, but listen, Leonard, Leonard accomplished beautiful feats. They were wonderful. Yeah. Disney World type shit, nigga. He did crazy shit, right? Thank you. But now, well, wait. LeBron was still yeah. the best player in the NBA, bro. He's still the it's king. Just, There's no denying. This, this is what I want. Like, this is what I tell people. Like, it's not a, with him. With LeBron, it's my favorite player. I know his tendencies. When the, the first half of the season, he just goes out there and plays. When after the All Star break, then that's why I like to talk to people. Like my little brother, the Giannis fan. He was like, "Oh, he beat him." Blah, blah, blah. I said, "Bro, you didn't beat him after the All Star game." Look what he did the last two games. He beat the two best teams in the league. Back to back. He beat the Bucks and he beat the Clippers back to back before the season went to lockdown. That should tell you a statement. He doesn't try. He tries when it's the play when the that's what I like about him, Kobe, and Michael. They do not try until after the All-Star break. And it shows in his game. They take it to the next level. But yeah, Josh, man, let me ask you this. What year, what year is LeBron in right now? What year uh, is he in right now? 18, 18 right? 17, around there. 17 fucking years, and my man is still smoking yeah, yeah. niggas in year 17. So imagine, he, he could play 25 years, bro. By year 25, yeah, his stats will probably be like 15 a game. LeBron James could play to 25 years. I, usually this is the time they start, they start declining. Kobe, Kobe started declining around this time. That's when he caught yeah. the Achilles injury, yeah. and that was it for him. Yeah. He, this is year 17 for LeBron, and he's still on top of the game. Nobody's better. Thank God, thank God, 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 God,
That's why he's still good. 17 years, You look you look at dollars, any man. great NBA player, they first 10 years. I would say they great for eight years. Because remember, your first two seasons, anybody comes in the league, you're feeling your way or through. You, you know, you gotta you gotta make your name for yourself, you gotta fight for your throne. Then from year three to year ten, you are on top of the season, top of the league, bro. After that, everybody starts declining. Magic, Bird, Barkley, anybody Isaiah. you see. You know, LeBron James is in year 17 and he's still on top of his game, bro. You cannot deny the greatness of that man. He is the greatest basketball player, talent-wise, to ever live, to ever play the game, bro. There's nobody better. Jordan was the greatest competitor. But Jordan's LeBron's the greatest, the greatest talent, player, ever. player ever. Ever. There's no denying it. You cannot, you cannot deny that. You cannot. Bro, you heard what Magic Johnson said. Magic Johnson said that Michael Jordan is the greatest player ever. But LeBron James is the greatest all-around player ever. It's the best talented it. player ever to play the game. So, uh... You, know that, you, see that, you see that picture right there, guys? That's him dedication to Kobe Bryant. So, so, so let's now talk about the Knicks. To, uh, to NFL. I was fucking talking about the Knicks. Let's talk about the <laughs> NFL now. So, supposedly, like, training camps and stuff like that has been, like, put on pause. Well, it has. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah so, let me, um... Because this, this is usually around that, when training camp starts. Pull this up. Keep on right, you're going to pull it up? All right, cool. pull this up. So we, we, we keep talking basketball. Fuck LeBron James! <laughs> oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it, my fault. Let's go. Um, say that, Josh. Fuck with you. Fuck Jason McGrady. <laughs> Tracy, come out and play. All right. This is from ESPN. This. this is from ESPN as well. Hopefully, they don't have any typos that the grammar police might come around and shun them for. <laughs> 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 oh man, Mr. Grammar. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call this nigga Mr. Sergeant Grammar. Fuck out of here. Anyway, so what we know about the 2020 NFL season, all training camps will be at team facilities this year. When they report football personnel, players, coaches, equipment managers, medical staffers will largely be isolated from the remainder of the team employees. They will have a separate designated entrance to the building. Practice fields, locker rooms, athletic and medical rooms, meeting rooms, and weight rooms will all be restricted to people classified as Tier 1 players and other people who need at least 10 minutes of daily access to restricted areas. Or Tier 2, people who need periodic access to restricted areas. There can be a maximum of 60 Tier 1 um Dex and knees, nine including players on a daily basis. So basically, they're taking the COVID-19 precautions pretty seriously there. You have to have, like, security clearance to get to certain parts of, you know, the, 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 the practice fields, locker rooms, athletic, medical rooms, meeting rooms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, 
So that's pretty good. The NFL um, doing their thing there. Um, let's move on to um, uh, to teams have been they have asked, to. teams ha- they have to yeah they have to they have to protect they have to protect their players they they have to protect you know their their the, the franchises that that are part of the NFL you know it's a big money machine the NFL is the most profitable um, like you said now earlier like you said before the show machine. like you said. Like you said in the beginning of the show, the NFL is the greatest American sport. Yeah. So they have to. They have to, bro. There's like so much money out there, and that now that the XFL is out, you know they gotta they gotta yeah. cross, they gotta grind it out because the XFL, you know, I mean, eventually they're gonna have the same type of talent that the NFL has, you know, and they just didn't start it. Teams have been asked to. Retrofit the facilities as much as possible to account for six feet physical distancing. Details will vary based on facility design, but in general, it will be it will mean rearranging or expanding locker rooms and temporary areas. So they're definitely hitting the six feet uh, social distancing thing real hard. Um, it's going to be harder because remember, you know, it's not like baseball that has. 20 players or um, basketball that has eight or nine football mm-hmm. is like 40, 50 players on a team. It's yeah. a lot. Not to mention how many, not to mention each, each, each coaches are ridiculous too. Cause you have the head coach. Then you have defensive coordinator. Then you got the coordinators for the, for the teams. And then each one, you have a quarterback's coach, a running back's coach, a tight ends coach, a, a coach. lines coach, defense, linebackers coach. coach Defensive line coach, you know, corner like secondary coaches. It's like, a, and then those guys have fucking assistants, you know, like fucking coaches. Like they fucking like almost rival the amount of players. So you, you got like 60, 70 people on a on a on a sideline at any given time. That's gonna be difficult. Yeah. So the league also has provided instructions on creating one way traffic through hallways. Because if you ever been to a football stadium, they have like a little, like a lot of little tunnels that are meant for like um, staff and team personnel. So I'm glad that they're doing that, creating a one-way traffic, um, like instructions on one-way traffic throughout hallways. It has mandated individual appointments with athletic trainers and limited weight room workouts for 15 or fewer players. Virtual meetings are encouraged. In-person meetings are limited to 20 people. All players and staff must wear a mask when inside the facility. So that's another thing that they're doing that I'm not sure if the MLB and the NBA are doing. Um, they just spoke about the staff, but not really about the players. The players here players um, are, also must wear a mask. Yeah. Players are, yeah, players are not All those players are not required to wear masks. Uh, not to, they're not required to wear during workouts, which makes sense because how are you supposed to fucking breathe when you're fucking running a hundred dar- oh, yeah, yeah. yard dash? You know, if, if anybody who's ever worn a mask for more an extended period of time, all that carbon dioxide starts fucking with your brain and shit. Yeah. So this is football players. Sorry, but team showers must accommodate six feet of distancing, even if that means shutting off some of the shower heads. Saunas and steam rooms will be closed. So these guys are really doing it hard, bro. Um, they they have a they ain't more trying to mess up them. They ain't trying to fuck up that revenue stream. No, man. Yo, that's it. Billions of dollars on the line right there. That. I like the way the NFL was more like um, specific to how they're going to handle this, because we just did the NBA and the NFL, but they weren't as specific 
as to uh, so I mean the the, the the MLB from what I read from what I was reading is that they're maintaining the six feet as well. So basically, all the things that you're hearing from the NFL, the MLB is doing too, and they're they're required to wear masks. Everything is they're basically like kind of like in a bubble too, whereas they can't really leave the stadium like that and. Um, they're maintaining social distancing. So you're probably going to see in a lot of dugouts once the baseball season starts where players are six feet apart and they're not on top of each other. Lockers are six feet apart. They have to, they have to wear a mask around each other. So it says it right here. This arrangement will not be a bubble like the plans in motion for the NHL and the NBA. So even the NHL has like the similar NBA guidelines. Uh, by agreement between the NFL and the NFL Players Association, players will have the option to stay at a team-sponsored hotel, but will not be, be will not be required to do so. They can spend their nights at home, except on the night before preseason games. That's the good thing about uh, the NFL too. That um, being that the sport is such a contact sport and it's so physical, you know, the season is not that long. So players, you know, when they're at home, you know, or away on the road, they really have to worry about accommodations as much as NBA players and MLB players, even though their season got shortened too. You see what I'm saying? Just in general, their season is shorter, right? Yes? Yeah. Okay. Um, teams must have a designated okay. area. Oh, sorry. Continue. There's two. There's there? only two preseason games this year. It's only two. Only two, yeah. And that usually starts in August, correct? So, um, yeah. They, I mean, training camp starts now. And usually the first preseason game is right around like the, the beginning of August. August. Yeah, no, the first they usually starts earlier than that, like so, the beginning of August. So the NFL is also um, um, enforcing designated areas to uh, isolate any team employee who demonstrates symptoms, just like the other leagues. So that's something that they're actually uh, also considering, or well, they're not considering, but they're doing it. A systematic employee um, who tests positive must avoid the team facility for at least 10 days. They cannot return until 72 hours have passed since symptoms has last occurred. Asymptomatic positive tests must stay away, from the, stay away for 10 days or else five days since the initial positive test after two consecutive negative tests were at least 24 hours in between. So the NFL is kind of a little bit more serious with the, with the positive testing because the NBA was kind of like, unsure like you know they were like they but were you know guns. but no that's that's kind of like that's kind of like the norm for anybody right now because like my job in order for when i when i had called out sick you have to have have clearance to come back like once you call out if it's not like a family emergency if it's any kind of illness related you're out two weeks minimum you can't come back without a doctor's note and you have to be symptom free for 72 hours and you cannot come back until you're cleared by a doctor and that's not my job all right. You know, so that's pretty that's much like, like that's like the standard you mean, like that's the like standard practice any for anywhere. Like, yeah, you have like any company or any like job you have, if you're displaying any kind of like right now, I could just be like, fuck it, I don't want to go to work right now. If I call out, I'm out two weeks, even if I'm not <laughs> sick or nothing, I can't come back because they they it's just it, 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 it deems like suspicious behavior, right? Or some shit. Because you know, if you call out, if you you call out sick, that's it. Yeah, man. I mean, when oh. the when the best butcher in town calls out, that means problems, right? So, yeah, they don't so. have nobody to cut the meat. <laughs> They're like our meat now, cutters listen, not here. Fuck. Listen, what you are we too, gonna you do? You too chunky. You too chunky, motherfuckers make good meat, bro. 
You guys got a lot of nice flavor. No, there you go, Josh. He made a threat on live YouTube. So I was telling Nelson, Josh. I was telling that I'm going to. If something ever happens to us, you know, this poof right here, and he'll go to jail for the rest of his life. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he, he, no, but he's the guy. He loves all type of meat. So yo, yo, but, yo, but he, Josh, hey, yo. he's been good. He's been good this whole podcast, though. He took a while to come up with the meat jokes, bro. It took a while. Usually, I knew usually you was going to come with it. You know why? You usually know, yo, that Josh, comes Josh. in quick. Yo, yo, you, know yo. Why? you know why, Josh? Because yeah. I'm a savvy. I'm a, like, I'm a sa- savvy like, Joe's, uh, like Joker, right? Like, I'll wait to the perfect moment where something is, like, man, like, serious. We're talking about some shit. And it'll just come to me right then. I'll be like, bam, 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 and I gotcha. But anyway, protocols will be enforced by unannounced inspections. And club officials will, who not only violate the policy will be subject to discipline. So they're taking this shit real serious. Um, early training camp practices will look different because the entire off-season program has been conducted virtually with no actual football work in the NFL and the NFLPA. Have agreed that these should uh, these should be a longer acclimatization process. So, acclimating uh, the players and and the and the team officials to uh, you know through virtual uh, remote meetings kind of you know establish a good social situation for them. Right? No fans or visitors will be allowed at the team facilities during training camp. Teams can host up to two practices at a stadium with fans in the stands, providing state and local regulations allow. Okay, so see. Um, Shit. So they're allowed to have fans in the stands, but it has to be like I don't know. They have to follow those local state, uh, the state and local regulations, whatever that means. So because it says wait, but I mean, I'm you know, confused. by the time this I'm comes confused in, right here because it says no fans or visitors will be allowed at the team facilities during training camp. But then two practices, but they can host the two practices at a stadium with friends and stands, which makes no sense. So they're saying one thing, but saying something else. Does that make sense to you? Number ten. <laughs> are you guys not reading or are you just like like hearing my sexy ass voice say I mean I guess I guess they probably allow some fans in 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 the in the percent in the training um facilities um, why 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 do do all this that's going on why did just don't come up with something that you can just check people's temperature when they come into the stadium? Because at the end of the day, you lose a revenue. Yeah, but that's something that they're trying to avoid because they don't want, like, large crowds to be on top of each other, so. But how, but, 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 but how is, how is we supposed, how are you supposed to supply the American people with sports if they fans, and how, how the owners are supposed to pay their players if the fans are not there? You got people like, Patrick Mahomes that's getting paid for It's contracts, Josh. You got to remember, TV contracts contract, are but, uh, very... There's, um, contracts, there's contracts with streaming services like Hulu. Nef- even Netflix is getting involved, I heard. Um, I don't know how true that is, but yeah, Amazon... So, so they're still going to get their um, money. Yeah, they're still going to get their money. I mean, and and the team jerseys, you know, they... On the, they, they but it, but look at it this way, but it, it, it's boring for the players because they, they love... It's nothing like playing football and looking at the stands and seeing your fans watching. But they're, they're probably going to work crowd noise into it, though, which I heard the Mets are going to do, the Yankees. They're going to have, like, crowd noise, and, you know, they'll have, like, nah, you know, blaring crowd noise. They're going to have inflatable dolls there, like, hey. They're going to have the butchers <laughs> there, too. You like oh, that yeah. shit, huh, you fucking... They're going to be fucking... Instead of concession stands, they're going to have a butcher there feeding meat to the players. Of course. <laughs> 
It's gonna be Rabbi Nelson's and New York Nelson's. Yo, that, that that's a good idea for fucking like, Rumpros's. That's a good idea for like a shish kebab stand, like uh, like Nelly's ribeyes, like some shit like that. That's yeah. smart. It is. So, so we'll see. Left, we'll see what the so, NFL does. So the NFL and the NFLPA are in disagreement about preseason games. The NFL has made plans for each team to play two games, like Chris Ryder said, one at home and one away around the weekends of August 20th to August 24th and August 27th to the 31st. The NFLPA's board of players' representatives voted to endorse a plan for no games, an issue that the NFLPA president, J.C. Treader, escalated to public view this week. The NFL does not believe in it needs to... It needs approval of the Players Association to play games and police is important for two reasons. One, to evaluate players. Two, to test and adjust game day protocols before the regular season begins. Now, that I makes sense. That. I get that because they want to, you know, it takes a lot to get these standards um, in motion because of state regulations, you know, even though the NFL officials, the actual owners of the NFL, they, you know, they they have political friends that make shit happen for them. But, but think about like think about how like when 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 the shit hit the fan in New York City, the you know like in March, like nobody knew what the fuck to do. Nobody did, and it, it was it was about a good month of feeling around and testing and seeing how everything works. You couldn't find a fucking mask. You couldn't find a mask. You know, and there was no protocols in place. There nobody knew what anything. Fast forward to July, you can buy a mask on the corner street. Everything is fashion, you know, kind of like what I got right here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you know, we're talking about the NFL you know right now. Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about the NFL. We're talking about the man. But it's fashion, though. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, PPE is more available now. Stores and places have protocols in place. Yeah, yeah, listen, honestly, you know? I really want the – hopefully the Mets win it this year, man, because – I want Chris Ryder to be a nicer butcher when he's serving meat to the customers at work. Smile a lot. But anyways, but I, I don't can understand why the NFL wants to do that because they want to see how it's going to work. You know, because it's going to take those two games to really test out the waters and see what works, what doesn't work, what what flows right, what doesn't flow right. You don't have those two games. You're essentially using the first two regular season games that actually mean something. That's where you're you're doing most of that troubleshooting, yeah. you know. So I think it's smart to get out of the waves with games that don't matter. But that way, once the regular season starts, it's smooth sailing. It's not bullshit. It's not fucking technical difficulties. Yeah. It's not fucking. And then they got to shut down the season because they fucked up. Yeah. Well, the NFL got. What you got to understand is the NFL got more time than the NBA did, the baseball did. That um, NHL, they got more time. No matter NHL starts around the same time. No, NHL, no, yeah, NHL is part of the NBA. Basketball. They start at the, right, at the same time, right? But the, the, the NHL has uh, is the longest season of all the professional sports in America. It's 182, I think. No, 162. Oh. No, that, no, that's it's baseball. Be, it's got to be baseball more. Is uh, baseball is 100. It's 181 games, I think. The NHL. What? That's a NHL, NHL, always seem, always, NHL always seems like it goes on forever, bro. <laughs> like, that's just 
but we're not gonna talk about we're not talking about football right now. I'm gonna say something about the NHL. I want I want to see so, like when they fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, let's talk about Pat Mahomes half a billion dollar fucking contract. That's a lot of money. That's crazy. Danny, did you hear what did you hear what they signed Chris Jones to? Nah. He's getting another. He's getting a big contract too from the from the um Chiefs. That's ridiculous. I mean, like, how are they gonna have money to spend on other players though? Hold on, let me let me let me, no, let me check how much. That's what happens when you win the the, the Super Bowl, man. You just got money comes out the ass, bro, from endorsement deals, sponsorship. That's a lot of money. But they still got the salary lose. cap though. Now you got to think about. It. They still got the salary cap. Yeah, but they pay taxes. You, know, you got to pay, pay like a big. They pay a big tax on that shit. Yeah, but, they do pay a tax. Um, but they, they're 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 banking on Pamela Holmes. Or he's gonna be like the next Tom Brady. He might win five, four more Super Bowls dude, in a row. Look what, look, dude, look at what he's done over the last three years. Oh, of his existence. I know, but listen, I think Tom Brady. He's gonna go out with a bang, and he's gonna fucking prove niggas this season. And he's gonna he's gonna upset a lot of teams. Oh yeah, Jones. Um, I just got the information right here. The Chiefs signed Jones today to a uh, four-year, eighty-five million-dollar deal. Somebody's sharing something. Are you trying oh, to share shit. something, John? Josh? No. Nah, I was trying to um look at the. I was trying. To, you want me to share the how much he got paid? No. Well, we can do that right after this because yeah. um, it's best to have one share at a time so that we don't have like multiple screens on the. On the broadcast, okay. right? So let me just finish. He got paid a lot of money. Um. So okay. So let's just finish this. All right. So if there are no preseason games, they will follow the same protocol the NFL and the NFLPA has established for regular season games. Visiting teams will travel the day before the game. So visiting teams, does they're actually playing in their stadiums, right? So the visiting team will travel the day before the game, which kind of makes sense. So I think they already do that anyway. Who travels the same day if you got to... Well, depends if your city is close to the other city. Stadium locker rooms must be uh, retrofitted to ensure social distancing as much as possible. Masks for coaches and non-participating players are encouraged but not required. Teams must maintain six feet from each other after games, eliminating post-game handshakes and jersey swaps. I didn't even know they just swapped jerseys. Yeah, look, I love you, man. I beat the shit out just to get my jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't do that no more. That's it. That's it was actually that's a tough. problem they were having. That's kind of that's kind of like fruitcake status. I'm not sure, but um, thirteen most media interviews will be conducted via video conference, which is great because the NFL players hate the media, bro. Number one, because let's be, let's be honest, NFL players, and not to judge all of them, but most of them are not as educated as MLB players and um, NBA players, right? And NHA players too have the same issue with the with the media because they're kind of like it's a brute sport. So you have brute people, right? Who just like love play the sport. They don't have an education like that, and that has to change. That culture has to change because a lot of NFL players end up um, losing it all because they don't know how to manage their money. That's a big story. We have to talk about that one day. Um, how um, the different professional sports, the differences like MLB players and NBA players a little bit more financially conscious with their money. Um, okay. Anyway, so what we don't know about the 2020 NFL system is the biggest. The biggest unanswered question is how the NFL and the NFLPA will deal with the strongly likelihood of reduced 2020 revenues, which is what Josh was talking about. Because, you know, concession stands, 
uh, no fans in the audience. You know, that, that's a big um, um, game for owners. A lot of their, um, you know, a lot of their profits come from concession stands and, you know, you buying, you know, like a little ice cream with the sprinkles on it with the, you know, so whatever. Um, there have been some discussions that the NFLPA consider a proposal to put 35% of the salaries in escrow a non-starter, but nothing close to an agreement. So they haven't really agreed on that yet. The NFL salary cap is designed to spread the gains and losses among owners and players by an agree-upon ratio. So there you go. So the salary cap. And now I understand why the Kansas City Chiefs are paying so much money because there's a thing going on with the salary cap. Uh, the salary cap. The salary cap. Um, so there's like a gain and losses amongst all owners and players that they're going to agree upon a ratio. So this is the reason why Pat Mahomes and that other guy, Jones, is getting the big cash payout because there's something going on with that, right? Look, it doesn't specify it. It's not specific here, but if you see, look, the NFL salary cap is designed to spread the gains and losses amongst, among owners and players by an agreed-upon ratio. So this is the reason why all that stuff is happening. But that will lead to a big drop in cap figures for 2021. So basically, they got to be very careful what they do with these big as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Contracts, because that could put teams that are not um, who can't, um, who don't have like a, a substantial powerhouse, like the Buffalo Bills, for instance, they're not a good team for the last couple of years. They don't probably have the same revenue status that the Patriots had, right? It might have a big drop for them in cap figures, right? So that's basically what it's saying right there. And the reason why we're explaining this again is like our YouTube viewers have a chance to see the articles right now because we're exposing them and we're actually sharing it. But for our listeners, who come on the audio podcast, you know, we have to explain this more, you know, a little bit more specific so you guys can get an understanding. Unless you telepathically connect with us, then you can understand what we're talking about. But anyway, as, a, as of now, no financial kind of accommodation for players or the teams, employees who want to opt out the season is available. So they haven't, for players who don't want to play, this, they, haven't re, they haven't really uh, discussed that yet. Um 
what else? Let's see what else is more important. Let's go down this list. So then the, um, Joshua can show the, the Pat Mahomes situation. Um, okay, the NFL, this is another thing that Josh brought up. The NFL and the NFLPA have been working with vendors on a face shield that will be attached to helmets that can minimize spread of virus. Okay, so that's something else. So the NFL is definitely finding players who break the agreements. <laughs> the NFL will allow each team to determine its policy for allowing fans into stadiums. So that's a big difference there. So the NFL is allowing each team to determine their own policies, obviously following state and local laws, to allow fans into the stadium for games. So there you go. Not, unlike the NBA. So yeah, the you just, they just answered my question. There you go. That's that's very um that's very good for the for the owners. They can yeah, pay the players. Yeah, because <laughs> football stadiums take a lot a lot of people in attendance. Um, yeah. So I think um, let's say for instance MetLife Stadium. Let's look this up real. Let's look this up real quick. Isn't like a, a, a ticket like is a hundred ten over a hundred dollars a game? No, but I mean like uh, the occupancy. Oh my gosh! Oh. So, all right, so MetLife Stadium takes eighty-two thousand five hundred people. So I guess the NFL is giving their the owners this, um, you know, this this um, allowing them to do this because the football stadiums they can hold so many people that even if you reduce it to fifty percent, you can still make money. But I'm sure there's gonna be a higher price on tickets. Yeah, it's probably like $200. Yeah. Probably oh. more. <laughs> more than that, that's already the price. Bro, try to go to a game. Like and see, bro. Yo, you pay $200, like $200 for $200 for like for all the way to the top, bro. Shit. So, those, those, so imagine that you said 200 So if you said those are 200 or seats from the top, right? So they're probably going to be double that. Double that, yeah. But football fans are crazy, man. They'll do it, bro. They'll do it. They'll do it. They'll do it. Listen, I went to a Giants game versus Dallas Cowboys, and um, I was literally like all the way in the top, like, and it was like three hundred dollars, bro. So imagine well, that like, was a good experience, though. It was a great experience because in football games, it's not all about like it's all about the game, but also the pregame. So you go to the parking lot, you have the tailgates. You hang out with your friends. You have a few Bruce A lot of barbecues. Yeah. So we got that. So the NFL will allow each team to determine its policies for allowing fans into stadiums for games. So I guarantee you they're going to, because state and local guidelines will have, have changed several times this summer. Plans for fans remain in flux, right? So they're definitely going to take advantage of that. The NFL um, is already known for high uh, high ticket pricing. And I'm sure they're going to reduce, for instance, like we were just talking with Chris Wright stepped away, that the Mad Life Stadium with the New York Jets and the Giants play holds 82,500 people. So I'm sure they reduce, um, reduce it to 40,000 and they have social distancing guidelines so they can still make a quick buck, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's something I would do. It's yeah. so a smart thing. Smart thing. Oh, yes, he had a, a clap back. 
Who, me? I thought you said, I got one thing to say. Like, you was like... No, no, I said that's a smart thing. Okay. I just can't wait for sports to start, man. For real, man. Baseball, whoa, whoa, basketball, whoa, whoa, football. I miss talking shit. You kind of lost, lost your, like, your energy there. What happened? You, what happened? You just... You left, you came back, you kind of kind of like down and shit. What's going on? You gave you some bad news. Nah, it's just, nah, I just got some daddy duties to attend to. Oh, I thought you had like a hand in hand me sale that went wrong or some shit. Nah, nah, it's daddy duties. All right. right. Make sure my son gets exhausted so he sleeps. My question is because you're going to understand where I'm coming from. You, You know how we're on the first wave still, right? Of the virus. Yeah. The second wave is coming soon, and it's around when football starts. September, October, November, December. That's the winter time. And that virus thrives in the cold weather. What is going to happen then? That's what I, that's what I want to know. I mean, I mean they're, they're predicting that the masks are going to help with at least, I think, a percentage of keeping the virus down. So hopefully people... Because this thing is going to, people are going to be wearing masks. This thing is going to be around for, you know, a while. You know, I think this is going to carry into next year. Um, It's going to be a weird normal right now. But if people are smart and they maintain, you know, and listen, then we should be fine. People are not smart. They're not at all. If you take the proper precautions, you can still do what you want to do. You can still live your life. But people don't take the proper precaution, it's going to fuck everything up. You know, it's it's crazy because, you know, you, you want to see Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And we'll see, yo. He's got the best receivers he's ever had outside but of I'll Randy Moss, this, man. I'll tell you this, though. My opinion, is you guys got your opinion. If he wins this ring, he's gonna be, he'll be the greatest ever. He, I'll put him in front of Joe. But listen, the NFL lives and breathes and dies by Tom Brady, brother. He is the he is the MJ of, the, of football right now. He is the MJ right now. I don't think he's better than Joe. Joe Arrow was MJ, way hard to play in, bro. Joe Arrow was way harder. Yeah, Joe Montana's Arrow was way harder. I mean, even though even though it was harder to throw the football than that. Listen, let me Remember, tell you something. Let listen, me tell you something. He's four and zero, four and zero, and never threw a, an interception in the Super Bowl. Remember that. And his error was hard to play. Feat, but also, Joe Montana. He wasn't like uh, uh, Tom Brady has scrubs bro, on his team. Yeah, you can you can say that, but at the end of the day, it's not about your receiving core. It's about the quarterback. Quarterback gets paid the most money in the NFL. Look at look at Patrick Mahomes' money. They don't win that Super Bowl ring without Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah he, be, he came back in ridiculous this Super Bowl. They weren't supposed to win that's that Super Bowl. No, as a matter of fact, if it wasn't a chance, bring up that article. Um, if there there is nobody else who wins that Super Bowl outside of Pat Mahomes, bro, he wins that Super Bowl. And he wasn't really he wasn't really out of worthy as he was the previous season. Because remember he got hurt. He got hurt. Remember he got hurt. I think, I think he came back the last part of the season, so he wasn't like like ridiculous. And I think that I think he was finally probably healthy in the Super Bowl. That's he why just, he just like he did some ridiculousness, bro. Because they were losing by a lot, and he just literally won it by this, himself, bro. This, literally, this is, this is his error. But remember this: if that dude Jimmy G, 
if that dude did not would have connected on that pass that dropped that he missed that was almost to the touchdown, they lose. Mm-hmm. They lose. If that, but you know who you know who I felt like needed to be in that predicament. Eli Manning, baby, he would have made that throw on target too. It would have won the Super did, Bowl. Baby. You always did. You always did. It's it's sad. It's That's sad to see number ten go, man. Number ten is number number ten is it hurt. It hurt, man. Yeah, it hurt. But, like, but those last two games that he played, he he was killing. He was really like dogging. He was really destroying that. Uh, he destroyed the Eagles defense, and I think that he played the Eagles right the last. That was, you know, I think to me, that was all predetermined. I think, I think he told the Giants this was going to be his last, his last year. So they wanted, so when he told them that, I think that's when they just, they was like, yo, we got to put Daniel Jones in and see what we got. You know? Yeah. But he learned a lot. Daniel Jones looks like he learned a lot from him. Yeah. He took him under his wing. If if you're losing, what do you have to lose? Yeah. You know, and then it's like, you know what? Last home game of the season. You know, let's let's invent an injury for Daniel Jones and put Eli Manning in for two games. Word. Give him that. Give him that think, final send. Who think? Who think we're in the Super Bowl this year? Ah, uh, I mean, you can't count the Ravens out, man. I think the Buccaneers, um, man. I think Jackson's <laughs> gonna have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Buccaneers gotta Buccaneers gotta go through Drew Brees first. Remember. I know. Chris yeah, his favorite man. guy right there. With Jackson, who? <laughs> yeah. Nah, because I said that Drew Brees statistically is the better quarterback than Tom Brady, and I got fucking destroyed. Yeah, but the stats don't lie. The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't but lie, but then, anyway. but then he admitted after Tom Brady won that Super Bowl that Tom Brady's the best. But can you? But, but, but can you? But can you? Because nobody, nobody coach. outside of Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes comes back and beats the Eagles like they did. I mean, not the Eagles. Um. The Falcons, nobody comes back against the Falcons. Nobody comes back and wins that Super Bowl other than Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes. It's because, listen, isn't it? It's because of the coach. He stopped running the ball. That's your DNA. You keep doing it. The second half against the Chiefs, he stopped running the ball. The Chiefs' defense is terrible. They're stopping the run. They are terrible. The reason why they lost is because it's the same coach that coached the Falcons. When he was beating the Patriots' ass that Super Bowl, he stopped running the ball in the second half, and that's what cost him the title. But like I was saying, stuff. man, don't count Jackson out, man. Don't count him out because you know he, you know, it's like Pat Mahomes. He learned from his his his, his failures when Tom Brady was like, "Not yet, youngster. Not yet." last year, then last year the Chiefs whooped their ass. No, it wasn't the Chiefs. No, it wasn't young, the Chiefs. It was the Titans. You know what? I feel like, I feel like this. I feel like this. After a Super Bowl, like those quarterbacks, like the same thing with the Falcons when they won. What's the Falcons quarterback's name? The one that uh, Flacco, right? Matt Ryan. No, Matt Ryan. Flacco's the, the, uh, the, the Falcons. Ravens. Wait, what Matt the hell? Matt Ryan. Ravens. Ravens. So, right, whatever. But the, the Ravens, I mean, <laughs> they get these big contracts, bro, and then they flop the next season. So hopefully it doesn't happen with Pat Mahomes because Tom Brady is still a force, so, bro. Tom Brady is still a force. I think he's getting – I think his, if you look at his last – if you look at his career so far, Pat Mahomes has done more in that span than most quarterbacks do in their careers. 
Well, you, got, you got better. a point there. So what you got to understand this is that Tom Brady never took money like that before. And he deserves it more than that dude. He still was at it. And I, I don't even like the dude, but he deserves it. When, Man, when, when Eli Manning got that big bread, he fucked up too. All those quarterbacks that take that big bread, they fuck up. No, this is, this is what happened with Eli Manning. It's the Giants' fault for giving him a week. Fucking you, offensive you sound like line Darth Vader right now. Fix your signal, bro. You sound like you're talking from Luke. I am your father, bro. Is it good now? Yeah, it sounds better now. You're like Zordon you right now. Like modern Zordon. <laughs> is this your face? I can't even see your shoulders. Yeah, but what you're trying to, what I'm trying to tell you is. The Giants fucked up those eight years in his prime. Those eight years, that was his prime. They didn't give him an offensive line. You give that man an offensive line, he goes to the playoffs. And he wins the Super Bowl. Because to me, I've never seen a fourth-quarter quarterback like him in the playoffs. Only Remember, Tom Brady. he drove the ball. Only Tom, but Tom Brady, now, Tom Brady's seen it firsthand who was better than the Super Bowl, the fourth quarter. It was Eli Manning. Eli Manning got a killer instinct. Well, he, yeah, he, he, he learned it from Manning because he didn't do that until... That one um, joint with the Eagles. That Christopher said, when he, I remember this day. He was even still, he was even better that, than that before, though. Because you remember that day when you said, when he lost to the Panthers, when he threw those six intos, remember that first playoff game? You came out yeah. and said, next year he's going to do something. And look what happened. He had the killer instinct. Payne Man doesn't have that. Let's be real. Payton doesn't have a killer instinct. He doesn't. He just. He's just like. He's like talented naturally. Like he doesn't have like. Yeah, he's. he's, a, he's he doesn't have genius, the underdog. Though. He doesn't have that underdog strength. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, like like Brady got. Brady got that. Brady, remember Brady was drafted one ninety nine, right, in the third round. Yeah. That, yeah, he still used that as motivation though. <laughs> yeah. He still, and he, bro, and, like you said. And the times he's had a star wide receiver, he hasn't done shit. He's only done shit when he has a white team. But when he had, but when he had Randy, oh my God! If he would have had Randy before Randy's prime, oh, <laughs> would have been. A you know how many rings that man would have had? He would have had like two rings. Problem. But anyway, guys, we got everything. Yes, yeah, so we got everything with the sports. Uh, Chris Ryder has to go do a hand hand me sale, so he's like worried right there. You can see it in his face. Yo, I know what he's worried about something. He came back. When he went, he turned it. You know, you seen him when he turned his camera off. He came back. He was like, <laughs> he wasn't concentrated anymore. Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, because his son, yeah. his son's a pain, man. I know. It's either it's either the nephew yeah. or somebody did him dirty on a Hanahan mean sale because he sold meat oh, out man. of his house now. You know that, right? <laughs> he didn't quarantine. He didn't tell you. Because I get, I get his, yeah, Josh. I got his boy one steak, and he he never lets me in the end of it. Yeah, man. So somebody like you know somebody <laughs> showed you, or somebody showed you the money. Let me know, bro. <laughs> You'll be my big ass fucking enforcer. I'll be <laughs> as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> You're Maya Lansky. I'm fucking Bugsy Siegel, nigga. Anyway, um, <laughs> Josh, man, I want to appreciate you coming on the show, man. I love your, your sports knowledge. Um... I know you got your feet wet today, you know, um, and you, you know, you, you, you touched up on a lot of good points. I appreciate you did a good your job. sports. Yeah, you did a good job. You had, uh, I appreciate your sports knowledge. Um, you're definitely one of my favorite Riveras. Um, you know, saying Timmy too. And Chris, I love you guys, man. You guys are like, uh, a, a triangle brother force, like, like this, like <laughs> rock baby. You know what I'm saying? I love you guys. And, um, we definitely going to want to have you, have you on again because, um, you know, once sports start, we're going to have to talk shit. Um, unfortunately, John Tavar could, couldn't be with us today. He's our co-host, uh, the j j man, right? But, um, yeah. you know, even if John Tavar is on, we're going to have you on the sports because he's not really a sports guy anymore. He watches boxing, though. I'm like, you're not a sports guy, but you watch boxing? Well, we have to talk about that, too, boxing. He's, a, frust- about- he's a frustrated Knicks fan. I get it. Yeah, I am, too. <laughs> I am, too. I don't want to talk about them. But... What I was going to say was that on this show, we have a final thought. Since you're our guest today, we want to let you have the final thought. So I thought that for this final thought, so I thought for this final thought that we would do a recap. Don't worry about it. Now always has tongue-twisting problems. Whenever he has to, like, do tongue-twisters, he always gets fucked up. Yeah, so <laughs> so my thing for this final thought, I wanted to do, like, um, your predictions for the championship for each league that we spoke about. So the MOB number one. NBA and NFL. So, Chris Ryder, you want to start off? I think I think the Lakers. I think it's going to be the Lakers, hands down. LeBron James is playing at an out-of-worthy level. It all depends on how everybody comes back. It's going to be a little bit of rust the first couple of games, but I think it's going to be the fucking um, it's going to be the Lakers. For football, it's going to be the Chiefs. I think they're going to repeat. I think there's nobody right now better than Mahomes. Um, they pretty much bring it back the same team. The only the only thing I think that could stop them is is uh, the Ravens. I think that once Jackson, you know, he he can get over that hump. I think he's, he's going to give the the the, uh, the Chiefs a run for the money, and it's going to be him, and it's going to be Mahomes for years to come, and and Deshaun Watson, you know, a couple of times here and there. But I think it's going to be either the Chiefs. Um, baseball is just it's just weird, man. I don't know. I can't predict it. You know, I can't say Mets. I can't say Yankees. You know, you can fucking the Royals could win it this year. You know, it's it's a sixty game season. It's it's essentially a quarter of a season. You don't know what could happen. You know, a good team could a good good teams have had six have had sixty game stretches where they played five hundred baseball. You know, you you just don't know with baseball. Baseball is such a difficult sport to predict. It's so it's a game of failure. Even the best. You know, um, even the best hitters fail 60% of the time. You know, so <laughs> baseball, I don't know. Trying to say, like, the Yankees in the win, motherfucker. 
You know, I don't know. I can't even, you know, I'm not even being biased. You just don't know with baseball. So I'm just leave my baseball predictions as undetermined. That's it. Damn, man. So you're a fucked up Mets fan anyway. Because... <laughs> All right, so I'm a realist me, now. I'm a realist, motherfucker. Like I said, I'm glad we had this sports um, episode because um, sports are very important to to uh, to humans, you know, because it's part of entertainment and we grew up around We've it. We've been more serious the last, like, month or so, so it's good to be more like... Yeah, it's good, man. You're saying that's good that John Tavar took a day off. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He's probably watching this. These motherfuckers. <laughs> My own cousin betrayed me. I know it was you afraid of the whole time, man. He fuck is in the sun. He's in the he's in the snack. I'm a fucking kill. He's like I told you not to listen to Mo Green, motherfucker. Tell him I want him dead. Tell him I want him dead because he can't even be. He's not loyal to the family. I want him dead. I want yeah. him dead tomorrow. He's gonna be like, yeah, I told you not to listen to Mo Green, man. Fuck that. Yo, I was watching fucking Donnie Brasco yesterday, bro. Fucking. That's a real story, though. Forget about. It. Forget about. It. So anyway, check this out. So for me, the MLB, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a New York sports fan. So I believe that the World Series is going to be the Mets and the Yankees. And the Yankees are obviously going to win because they're the better team. So that's my prediction for that. All right. For the NBA, I'm definitely going with the Lakers. The Lakers, uh, if they continue with the same momentum that they had when the season was over, they're definitely going to win. I don't think the Clippers have nothing. The Clippers, Leonard is a force, but I don't think they have what it takes to be LeBron when LeBron gets into the killer instinct mode because he never had it until that Warriors uh, series that he got it, right? I think he got it then, right? Whoa, that, when, he beat, you, when he beat the for, Warriors of Cleveland, that, he got that. You forget that Miami game when he fucking destroyed nah, he didn't have it until now, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Yo, he had that same. Yo, bro, you he had. He probably had a glimpse of it, but he just learned that shit hard body. You know what it is to go against Kevin Durant, like Curry, fucking. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Can can I can I say something real quick? Wait, wait. That's my final thought, motherfucker. All right, 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 I'm I'm gonna respond. When it's your final thought, you can final thought all you want, bro. Yeah, Rivera. Yeah, Rivera's a man rule, bro. And you're the nicest one out of all of them, so anyway. <laughs> Look at this guy's face. He's really he's ready to cut some meat right now. <laughs> I got the I got the Yank the Yankees and the Mets in the World Series. Um I think the Yankees, if that happens, the Yankees will take it. Overall, I think the Yankees probably have a real good chance. Because of their bullpen, like Chris Ryder explained earlier, the NBA definitely has down the Lakers and the Bucks. Um, um, I think the Lakers got them because of the half court press. They can't rely on the Greek freak to score all the points. He's not good when it comes to half court press. You double team him is over. Um, I think the Lakers have a more all around team. They have like veterans there. They have LeBron, and they're just too much of a killer force in the NFL. I do agree that Pat Mahomes is a force to be reckoned with, but let's not forget about Tom Brady. I think the Buccaneers have a good chance of doing it. And I'm just going to go with Tom Brady, bro, and the Buccaneers, bro. That's going to be my final thought for who I think is going to um, get this um, 
restart of the Kobe 19 professional sport thing as far as championships goes. And our guest, Josh Rivera, Joshua, Joshua Rivera is going to say his Everybody piece. calls him that shit, too. Go ahead, motherfucker. Me, Speak your piece. Me is MLB the Yankees. Um, basketball is, Lake, is the Lakers because Ray LeBron is playing this year. He's playing with redemption. And plus, he's about to do it for Kobe. That's and another it. thing, Nelson, you talked about LeBron's killing angst. He always had it in him. He was just scared to bring it out. You want to know why? And when you have a chance, go on YouTube. Watch the LeBron James series against the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, money don't make off. no money, bro. Well, he watched the series between LeBron against Detroit Pistons, where they had Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace, Chase on Prince. When he went off that overtime by himself, when the guy told him, let's join this. But let's get back to um, football. I got Tom Brady, man. And at that time, at that time, he was dolo too. He didn't have like. Yeah, I got Tom Brady, man. Because if he wins this, I put him in front of Joe Montana. And I don't like Tom Brady, but if yo, he wins, yo, Chris Ryder, on this show we just said it. Me and him, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, baby. Tom Brady, bro. You want to know why? Because Tom Brady's the only person we'll that see. can stick it to Mahomes. Cause bro, he is the best. Brady, Brady, in the in, Brady ain't in the American League no more. He's in the National League. But it's, it's, so it's, it's Brady different conference you're talking now. about, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't like him. So the National, the American League, about. the American League is gonna have. It's definitely gonna be the either the either the Chiefs or the Ravens that are coming out of the National of the American no, League. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Talk to him, man. It's Brady we talking about at the end of the day, bro. Whatever. I don't like him, but Whatever. it's Brady. Bro. Come on, All right, cool. yo! What, happen, no what happens when you try to challenge? Um, when you try to challenge Michael Jordan, he comes <laughs> the force, bro. Like Tom Brady misses this year, last year, bro. He's gonna retire, bro, with that extra Super Bowl. With a ring, tell you, bro. And this ring, he needs to pass Joe Montana for me. Yeah, I put Joe Montana to the goat. Yeah. Well, ah. Uh, I think Tom Brady kind of passed him on that one, but I'll let you live on that. Oh, we can talk about that in person. Oh, we're all damn. Yo, Yachty Vedas get mad personal with it. What the hell's going on right now? No, because it's the truth, bro. He never, look at the era he played this. We don't ever get personal, baby. We just, we we just can't be wrong. That's the problem. Damn, man. I can't be wrong. I thought it was only a Sagittarius thing. Nah, it's a little bit. You lucky Timothy not in the show. Yo, we gotta bring Timmy to the show. He's been fronting for a long time, man. So you know, you know what we're gonna do one day. Yeah, I hate the fact you got LeBron doing some like extra shit with your ch- with your shower curtains in the back. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Smokey, ba- Smokey back there taking the shit, man. That's the fries. <laughs> Listen. So what I propose is is the following. I know your Rivera's, your Rivera's be at each other's necks, um, but uh, we, I want to have all three Rivera's on the show one day. You think we can make that happen? Yeah, we could. If you make that happen, there's no, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos, I don't know. Oh, you don't know, Josh. You don't know the chaos. I know it's going to be chaos. Oh, you know, but with me there, I, I know how to get on the Timothy skin, so it's going to be chaos. But, but listen, it's good that we're doing this remotely and you guys are not under the same roof because... Chris Ryder brings his knife. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he killing all of us. <laughs> he ain't surviving that. <laughs> Everybody dead. 
You already know, man. Jeremiah, say what's up to Jeremiah, the nephew. Even though I'm a non-blood uncle, but I'm still an uncle. I love Jeremiah to death. Yeah, man. I actually had a dream one time that I was going to have, like, a kid or a nephew that his name was Jeremiah. So when you told me he was n- naming him uh, Jeremiah, that was shit. That was great. But, um, yo, Joshua, you're a great bro. uncle, crazy. bro. And you and Timothy are definitely... Um, um, definitely. I really appreciate you. I just want to say, um, I really appreciate you guys bringing me on the show, and I like to see the show, your show grow. That gives good entertainment that we need right now. With what's going on, you continue doing your thing. I wish you the best. And before I leave, I want to say this: that that suck. Oh man, yo, Timmy, always suck. Yo, Josh, you got some um lace chip uh residue on your lip there, bro. Stop beating lace chip. I have like, some. That's, it's more, called man. rice. It's called rice. <laughs> 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 you already well, know. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh, shout out to John Tavar who couldn't be here. He's in uh, being bougie in Long Island. He has a a nice beach house, beachfront house, <laughs> chilling over there. He's swimming with the waves, saying, "Oh yeah." <laughs> you already know we're chiming off, man. Um, He's probably lit, so he didn't even come on today. But we're definitely going to end the show. Uh, Josh, thanks for coming on, man, again. I appreciate you, bro. You're definitely a sports guru like me, man. I appreciate it. And thanks for not being a mess fan like your brother. You heard? You heard? You, you heard. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. We out of here, man. You already know the Nothing on Tail podcast. We out here. Good night. Turn off that mic, boy. Y tú estás atrás con tu negatividad Aunque tú estés pa' mí Tengo dos más que quieren estar aquí Es a la misma vez Pero yo no me manejo así Si somos en Sophie Pa' que tú te pongas allá Sin bebiendo lin Lin, esto parece mi tolin Yo la conocí en Manhattan En un bloque caliente donde mata Su papá usa mante Y fuma jarata Ella baila de mono bachata Su mamá sabe que mata Pero eso no la traza Ella estudia trabaja Bring that back real quick. Sunny Flirt, aka the Olivet. I got the back green, and you already know what. Yo estaba toqueado, te tuve en mi mente, después dije, coño, le, pa' que está aquí ya, o pile mujeres, tu número yo borré, pa' que enamorar, si no quiero estar, ta, con ella nada más, quiero progresar, y tú estás atrás, con tu negatividad, aunque tú te pa' mí, tengo dos más que quieren estar aquí, es a la misma vez, pero yo no me manejo así, si tomo senso, fin, pa' que tú te pongas allá, sin bebiendo lin, esto parece mi tolin, yo la conocí en Manhattan, en un bloque caliente, de mata, su papá usa mante, mante, y fuma jarata, ella baila de mono bachata, su mamá sabe que mata, pero eso no la traza, ella estudia trabaja, de noche se busca la paz, y te cambiando la paz, prende después de la clase, habla de cuatro nada más, ni menos ni más, de lo que gana quiere.
La mitad, despierta la realidad. Por eso que yo no me dejo llevar. Aunque se quiere entregar, aunque me quiere chapear. Aunque ya quiere buscar, sal, sal. Porque tú no quieres estar, pues está la vuelta, sal, sal. No te va a ir bien, te va a ir mal, mal, mal. Y que yo te ofende con mi vocal, cal, cal, cal. Yo estoy en la Y, tú y tu amiga la yo tan fresh, tan turule. Te toca la cabeza, te duro el net, después el Ubernet. Siempre un like cuando tú me ves, no como tú es. Te burlaste dejándote ver. Yo estaba toqueado, te tuve en mi mente, después dije, coño, le. Pa' que estás aquí ya, pile mujeres, tu número yo borré. Pa' que enamorar, si no quiero estar, con ella nada más. Quiero progresar, y tú estás atrás, con tu negatividad. Aunque tú te pa' mí, tengo dos más que quieren estar aquí. A la misma vez, pero yo no me manejo así. Si tomo senso, fin, pa' que tú te pongas allá, bebiendo lin, esto parece mi tolin. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.